0: Are you a Brewhead? I'm a Brewhead. Are you a Brewhead? I'm a Brewhead. Y'all are Brewheads? Yeah, we Brewheads. Support so a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 128 of Beer Ridesh, the podcast the adjunct series. We are back in a building here in Canada, but this evening, we are bringing you all the way back to Miami with us, man. This is, uh, I'm super excited for this one. Uh, didn't get to do any like podcasts in florida with any florida breweries so uh i am very very stoked to get that done tonight with you guys so this is gonna be fun But of course, as always, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Manscaped. So of course, spring is here and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up the nooks and crannies of your buddy's basement, but this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using the code BAOS to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. So y'all it's time to tame your mane with the beard hedger pro kit the sun is peeking back out which means you have to show your face in the daylight again so use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning whether you got glorious beard flow or smooth sleek cheeks the kit starts off with the beard hedge approach comes in this uh pretty si- did i do this backwards the uh pretty sick case nice little carry case look at that mate beautiful got the same uh curvature as the actual lawnmower up uh, the, uh, the device there. Um, it's a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel right here that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, uh, all with one guard. So you don't actually have to change the guard and there's no more messy drawers full of add-ons, which always piss me off. It always comes with tight. It also comes with titanium coated T blades, which you can't see, but, uh, they're under here that are tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction One stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized packaging with long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. And I can definitely attest to that. Next, the kit has the liquid goods to make you feel good. With the beard shampoo and conditioner, which is pretty cool. Like, who would have thought you had to use different stuff? You can't treat your beard like you treat your pubes, yo. So that's why the kit has a special shampoo and conditioner, specially designed to moisturize, reducing grown hairs, and replenish your beards natural oils and promote beard health. Get that up here. Yeah. Now, the Pro Kit also has manscaped beard oil. I fucks with beard oil heavy. Nice little push uh, push top bottle makes it very simple to use. Uh, the nutrient infused oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while adding still a little shimmer and shine to liven up the look. Cap it off with the Beard Balm. So Beard Balm is just kind of like thicker beard oil. I put it in front of you. I can't get it out, but it's in a little container. Uh, A pomade that shapes, styles, and moisturizes, bringing the amazing scent of fresh eucalyptus rosemary and lavender essential oils. Not to mention, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit comes with three free gifts. This is probably my fave a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. And this is the brush, like a nice little, looks like a, a shoe cleaning brush. Love to give you a little face of one t- once over just before the pod, you know what I'm saying? So guys, save 20% off and get free shipping with the code B-A-O-S at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code B-A-O-S at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the bead Hedge Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. So now that we have spread the Manscaped gospel once again... I'm uh, very, very excited for this one. Um, this was I actually went to this brewery on my birthday in uh, in Miami. And uh, I'm very, very excited to get into the beer, to get into the story. If anyone is familiar with Florida Beer, you are absolutely familiar with these guys. So, guys, please welcome one of Tripping Animals in the building. What up, Legend? How you doing, bro? Hey, man.
1: How are you? Thanks for having us. It's Pretty a pleasure. Pretty excited about it.
0: Y'all, man, I'm. I am stoked. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for hanging out. Um, you know, thank you guys friend. were one of my favorite places in the whole trip that I got to actually hang out at and visit and speak to you guys and see the the, the outback and what's going on. So, very excited that uh, we get to do this out here, man. And we have a fantastic lineup of Bruce tonight, eh?
1: Thank you so much, man. Yeah, truly happy that you appreciate your time here.
0: Let's yeah, we're get into it.
1: Head of our lineup.
0: Oh, do we ever? What are we starting with? Let them know.
1: Starting with a, <clears throat> with a Bilsner. It's a, it's a funny story. It's back from where we are. It's kind of, we're trying to resemble one of our beers that we grew up. It's called Cooler than um, uh, polar to Nails. And it's basically, that's a beer where we grew up basically in Venezuela. So we're trying to resemble this, the same beer just to so people know where we're from. So you got a little bit of insight where we come from and where we are right now. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's a pretty great beer, refreshing. It's nice.
0: I remember, nice. Um, <clears throat> oh man, I'm excited for this one. I remember when I was there the first time, uh, here I'll show the camera what this looks like, and uh, met with Iggy and saw the place. They were actually um, brewing it that day. So then uh, that was earlier on. Then when nice. I came saw you was the day we left. And uh, mate, I, I'm psyched for this one. So, what's the the Venezuelan beer that this is a homage to? What's the name of that beer again?
1: So the the name in in Venezuela it's Polar Pilsner. Okay, the style that we're trying to to make like to resemble again. So if you see, there's a polar, obviously because we're tripping animals, um, and yeah. this whole kind of a uh, orange box. That's the way we, we got the beer back then in, in Venezuela. Oh. You call it Gavera. So you receive like 32 beers, bottle, returnable bottles. So Polaris, one of the biggest brands in Venezuela. So not say it's the biggest one of the, of the chain of beers, like macro beers. Like I would say, I don't know, it could be like Budweiser somehow. If you okay. need to resemble some other big, big brewery, macro brewery. So that's basically what you get in Venezuela while you're growing up. It's basically filters and lagers. One is Polar and the other brand is called Regional. But okay. this is, I think, the most that you can attach to Venezuela. Like you have a lot of history because also Polar is the company that do harina pan. That is like the powder uh, which we use to make arepas. That it's oh, basically
0: like... I know you're talking about...
1: So it is it's the same company. So I think you that's something you I don't know, you take with you as a Venezuelan guy.
0: I completely understand. Sure. I think that's a this is the the perfect beer to set this off with. So first of all, my brother, <laughs> great to see you again. Cheers, Cheers. man. Get that in you.
1: Cheers.
0: Oh yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's a like a light corn lager. Um exactly extremely refreshing um what's the abv five percent it's um five point
1: yeah five percent the cat says ABV.
0: five here Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah i love the uh yeah, yeah, yeah. outcast reference um in the name yeah man it's uh like a little bit bitter and grassy nice malt backbone but not like it's not too heavy which i guess is the intention it's meant for like a warmer environment totally type of thing
1: totally um, that's intention yeah yeah, It's crushing it in the taproom like, I yeah. don't have any more cans Like I think you have oh, the, wow. the last four <laughs> mm. It's already gone Mate. But I have a couple half barrels So I have hey. it here directly from the draft line Ooh. Super cold line
0: Nice and it's fresh amazing. So it's been a, a really popular beer with, uh, In the taproom, it's moving really well People are excited for this style Down
1: there Yeah, mm-hmm. you have a lot of people looking for Kind of like beers uh, I think that's also one of the things Like craft beer scene here in Florida. So you get a lot of people like trying to get into it. So the best approach to do it, you get like a different lager or a hoppy lager. And then from there, you can try to teach people, okay, let's do a sample of, I don't know, an IPA, not a double or a triple, but you can try an IPA. So you can try something different. And then from there, you can try to span and teach them a lot of other things that we had in
0: draft. I like that a lot, and that's something I want to get into tonight a little bit because this was like something I did kind of notice across the board in Florida that everything like everything was kind of lighter, um, and I was wondering we don't have to talk about it right yet, but I was always curious if my um, if the heat affected the palate at all. Like I wonder if I perceived things to be lighter in flavor because it was so hot. I don't know. That was my oh, my theory. I think
1: that I think that also like. Like by this time, it's actually getting way hotter. So you kind of see it like everything's changing. So you're going to be receiving more orders about laggers for sure. And also sours, like refreshing sours, smoothie sours. And that's the most that we're getting to, to do the, this season specifically. And right. we're coding a lot more of triple IPAs or double IPAs. So you're getting more into that Light season that you want to more having refreshing beers instead of, I don't know, 10% ABB triple IPAs that kind of heavy, maybe that that would be move, moving better by the end of the year. I think so for sure. And the stouts gotcha. and the, all of those beers,
0: okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, because I did notice that a lot, and once again, we'll get into this, but like a there, there was a bit of a common thing, there was definitely a lot of sours in Florida. which Makes a lot of sense based on the climate, and like you said, it was we were only there in April, so it was only going to get hotter. Um, it was already
1: time? hot, and now it's crazy, it's crazy it's already. Crazy huh? hot. Yeah, it's wow. crazy, hot. Jeez. yeah, man. I heard
0: the summers get pretty <laughs> insane.
1: Oh, yeah, bro, like working in the warehouse, like back of the house, you're sweating all day, like, you yeah. need to bring yourself three different t shirts. We have wow. a for sure in the day. That
0: bad. Wow. Uh, yeah. Different problems, I tell yeah, you, man. Yeah. Shit. Um, this beer is fantastic, <laughs> man. There's so much flavor in this one. Yeah, like I'm getting a ton of like, it's, I really, I was saying to someone like, like last week that like, I really like craft versions of this style. Like these, these sort of macro corn lagers and a craft version of them. Like, they're fantastic. They're always so good. I, I really just think, and I'm not surprised that everything's sold out because they're just like, you can never go wrong with them. It's the type of beer you kind of always should have in the fridge. You can have a more complex pilsner, yeah. like a Czech thing or you know something else as well if you're looking for something different, like a little more complex, but just a straight-up crusher with tons of flavor that just goes down. These are the winners, man. i really really totally. enjoy this. It's yeah, fantastic. It's pretty,
1: it's pretty simple, crushable refreshing that's why we are aiming with this beer
0: totally i love it um fantastic so so bro uh let's get into your personal beer history like how did you get into craft beer how did you discover it initially
1: all right so okay so basically we are like the four partners we are friends and family from venezuela back in time like since we were kids So, at this point, we we discovered kind of our passion to be into this, and we were in Venezuela doing university and getting our degrees done, and my best friend, that's actually one of my partners, called Daniel, the CEO of the company, he called me one day like, bro, do you want to learn how to brew your own beer? And I was like, well, I guess, I don't (laughs) know, yeah, let's do it, Why why not? Yeah, Let's do a different weekend, let's change a little bit. So we went to this home brewing course with a, a, a small brand of craft beer in Venezuela, and we enjoyed that much that I remember that that same night after a ton of beer, we were like into more beer. I remember I was like, "Okay, here's a kit to start." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it, let's kill the shit." So after three weeks, we received the kit, and we started brewing in the kitchen of my house. Really, like in the stove of my house, in the kitchen, wow. my dad look at us like, oh, <laughs> shit, these guys are crazy, but at least <laughs> Make they're in home. Mess. So yeah, do whatever you want mm. for now. And then that that's how mm. everything began. And okay. we start practicing a lot of different styles. Like Danny was so passionate about it. Like I like to go out more, but he'd rather stay at my house. Like, I don't know, let's do this different pale ale or IPA or I don't know, blown ale. Those, those were the style we were trying to brew by that time. Also, Heffy Bison or Sassons or who Things what, what like year was classic this? styles.
0: Right, right. What year was this approximately?
1: This was by the end of 2012.
0: Okay, that makes sense. That's exactly what was popping yeah. uh, everywhere, really, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> by that time, we started brewing at my house and then somehow we started invading a lot of rooms in my house and my dad... One day it told me, like, okay, you're not brewing anymore inside the house. We have a basement. You guys are moving down there. You can keep on brewing your shit. I don't mind. Like, if you're having fun and you're staying in the house, it's better for me. It's safer because of the situation in the country. So in 2013, we start like, getting more tasting notes about other people that was in the industry, let's say like that, in the craft beer industry in Venezuela, it's actually pretty small, still less than 1%. Okay. But everyone was happy with what we were doing, even though, like, if I go back in time, what we're drinking and what we do right now, you have a lot of, I don't know, effects or off flavors that you don't want to have. But for us in the country and what we were getting, it was kind of crazy because it was totally different. That was the thing. For most of the people that tried the beer, it was like, oh, it's different. And that wasn't. It even noticed that it's an old flavor. No, it was totally different. You didn't get the Pilsner or the Lager you always got. So that was nice. And then in 2013, I remember just for fun, we said like, okay, there's a competition in Chile. Let's send some beers to the competition to maybe mostly to get the feedback, to see what we're doing. And it came back with a bronze medal. Okay. So by the time it was like, <gasps> all right, I think we're doing something good. Like, even though Ooh. we're a 50 liter batch system, we're doing something like, we're doing something great. Okay. And, and Do you remember from, the style? Sorry. There,
0: Do you remember the style? Yeah, that it, won? Was an,
1: it was a classic IPA, like a West Coast IPA. Amazing. Cinco, Nelson, and Amarillo. I will Ooh. never forget that beer. Wow. That was a beer. That's amazing. So, yeah, it was, I think that was a changing, changing game, like in the, in the road of our our history somehow, because by that time it was like, okay, we need to make this like a small business, even though we were in Venezuela and it was kind of tough uh, to work with all the situation in the country, but we keep on doing it. We create a brand, we start moving beers mostly in restaurants and some other liquor store. And at some point, the country was like in a breaking point that you can live there, but also you don't want to live there because of the situation. Uh, Violence, insecurity, uh, economics, uh, all that shit. And then Danny was like, okay, bro, I want to do this right. Like, really? Mm -hmm. This is the business plan? Mm -hmm. And then we we were all together by that time doing beer. Somehow Iker was also around in Venezuela. Iggy was finishing studying here in Missouri. He was working with Apollon. So that was also a big thing to get knowledge about what was happening outside Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And we jumped together to the business plan. And then suddenly we were all together in this. And we choose Miami basically because we got... Mostly support of our families. Like we had Danny's uncle, a couple of my uncles were living here already. So for us, it's, it was kind of easier to jump in here. Like they helped us with, I don't know, building the company, getting the permits. Uh, those are the things that maybe if we jumped in another different state, it wouldn't be harder for us. Also, at the beginning we were staying at their homes, like living with them, like making everything easier and less I don't know, expensive already that, that the business plan was. Right. So Danny jumped here like twenty fifteen and also he was already living here. Iker and I was going back and forward while we were building everything. I was—I don't know—we spent like six months here and then six months in Venezuela, kind of thing, with the visa and all the and all those issues.
0: Oh, wow. I know that well. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: And I would say that's basically how we started. Uh, also, while we were doing all the building and all the things, we were also brewing in the garage of the of the house we were living. The four together. Mm-hmm. We were living at the rally in the house. The four of us. And every day we were brewing something in a smaller batch system that we used to have in Venezuela, like a 20 liter one. And I think that was part of the secret because that get us into know more of the people in the industry, Mm. even though we weren't open. Like Iggy and Danny did a, a great work visiting all the breweries, getting to know owners of other breweries, getting them to try our beer, even though... It was homebrew. We went to festivals. Crazy. Right. Crazy here in Miami, like with our tent, a little brand, another for bottles. And I think that's one of the best parts because also people from here knew already we were coming at some point. Uh, I don't know, in a couple of years, they already know that tripping animals was doing something. Even if it was just a little amount of people, I think that that helped to us when we open
0: that's so cool man i've i I love that story and i love that you did it that way i've heard i've that uh, maybe two breweries i can think of off the top of my head that did it in a similar way and i saw on this side the same thing that same um connection with the community that you've already pre-built so when you open you just you've already got that like built-in Uh, fan base and people who, like you said, who know who you are, who are waiting for it and are just like itching for you because they knew you when you were just homebrewers. And now they're like, yeah, man, these guys have opened up their space and they want to support. And and they're probably I imagine a lot of people you met back then are probably some of your most loyal customers.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people that I was like, since the beginning and also a lot of the people that still work with us. That's one of the things I'm probably most proud of us is they're still with us since the beginning, since we were struggling, like, I don't know, to which beer to make, if it was good, if it wasn't good. Uh, If we need to bartend with them, everything, like, they're still here. Like, actually, a couple of them are are now in the the taproom. And that's amazing that I think that says a lot of us, like, family, tripping family.
0: Very much so. That's a, a really big sign. If people are sticking around, that means they, you know, believe in you guys, believe in the brand, and just want to continue to be a part of it. That's it's so cool, bro. So when when you guys chose Miami, why did you? So you, for people who don't know, you guys are in an area called Doral, which when we were staying in Wynwood, it was about twenty five to thirty minutes west um, so, of Miami. Why did you choose that particular area?
1: <clears throat> so at the beginning, we were looking at Wynwood. Okay. But we were already too late for that type of yeah. investment. It was yeah. already yeah. too high. Out of <laughs> it's perfect. So, also by that point, we saw like Wingwood, Wakefield, like in amazing places in Wingwood, but also they were tiny places. So, at some point, you weren't be able to grow more. So, uh, good point. I think Danny made a good call on that. Like, we got this big warehouse, like, Being here, it's I don't know 15,000 square feet, something like that. Wow, yes. And by that time, (laughs) when we were beginning, it was crazy the amount of space we have free. Like, we could play soccer inside here, or (laughs) any sport that you wanted to play, we could have done it. Right. And a lot of people call us crazy because it's it was actually oversized for the equipment we got to start. But seeing as now, it was a good call because. Right now, we're running out of space. Wow. We we grow a lot. So that was one of the things I'm hearing. It's like kind of an industrial area. You have a lot of residential area, but you have also a lot of warehouse. It was actually uh, like more warehouse um, suburb at the beginning, and then it started growing as a residential area also. Okay. So I'm happy. Like I'm just in the middle. Like I have a pretty good warehouse commercial area, and I have a couple of residential also nearby me. So you have a good people coming here local. There's a lot of people to know us, but I think it's a good spot. But mostly, it helped us to grow a lot during these years. And the role is also a community of a lot of Venezuelans, even though we receive the most. Clients not from Venezuela. That's something that I love. It's a lot of people that actually appreciate our work and the craft beer, mm-hmm. and they know and they appreciate all the styles and all the crazy beers that we do. Um that's basically okay. what I think we're end up landing here
0: in yeah. row. That's great. It's actually like I I love that, and it's it's actually super easy to get to that's uh they got parking um you, like you said plenty of space the tap room is spacious plus you got that whole outside area on the side there which is super cool i always went during the day so i didn't get to see it like on a friday night like jamming type of thing but um next up yeah. but the also i know there's a couple other breweries in the area as well which makes oh, sure. it a destination i would argue
1: yeah, yeah. the the one that we have uh, closest is MIA that it was actually, I would say, the brand and the people that helped us the most to open. Like Eddie Leon was, and it's still an amazing guy. That guy teaches a lot of things uh, in order to open, to avoid losing time, like permits and all those things that you have building and getting the permits finally to open. He actually also helped us, like, to brew, to get cakes, to clean cakes, like, then now back in time you see and appreciate how much mm. this guy helped us in order to open because I think in other countries you would think of us and as a, as a competition but for us I think and for him it was like okay I'm gonna have another crappy brewery nearby me so we're becoming a destination so you, when you have your clients going there you can also advise them to come by me try different things different foods And and I think it wasn't still like that. Uh, Mia is the one that we have closest. Then we have Bit Culture, pretty close by, and the Tank. And everything here in Miami is like kind of far away. Like you need a car. uh, But those would be the nearest destinations because otherwise you will need I don't know to go to Wakefield and then you drive 30 minutes, and it's not that likely for you to go there. But I think those four breweries you're pretty close to and you can visit them and it's pretty nice. Also, we have recently the Prison Pulse Open. Uh, it's from um, uh, from Argentinians. They're doing pretty good beer also. Those, I would say, are the five destinations here at Ralda. you can visit and jump around between and try some amazing beer.
0: That's perfect. I like that though. So that I feel like that fact alone like erases any other travel problems because if you can go somewhere i mean look some people might just want to like i I was telling you and and like i wanted like you guys and wakefield were the two um, breweries that i was like i'm going that those were the main two that i knew about for a while and i wanted to come see so if I didn't have a, I didn't actually go anywhere else on the day that at uh, the first time I went down, but I actually wasn't aware, but I'm like, Oh, sick. So imagine if you, I was there for a month, so I was chilling. I wasn't rushing, but imagine if you're there for a weekend and you know, you want to kind of maximize it. It's kind of perfect because you can go and see all the stuff in one area and it doesn't make it a trek. Like it's, it makes it a lot easier. So, um, that's awesome. On, yeah. I wanted to ask as well about the name. So, for people who don't know, so tripping animals is, is the name, obviously, you mentioned with the polar bear on this one. Uh, all of your cans have animals. You've got these, like, you know, the the typical red mushroom with the white spots on it, like the tripping mushroom type yeah. of thing. Uh, everywhere, <laughs> lots of, like, um, how would you describe it? Like, sort of <laughs> trippy is kind of what, what I would yeah. say, yeah. like artwork Everyone, and stuff. Everyone's
1: everywhere. tripping, yeah. Every, totally. Constantly.
0: Um, do you want to break that down? Because there's a pretty strong theme yeah, with totally. everything there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was an amazing surprise for us. So, basically, uh, in Venezuela, we 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 say a thing that it's called tripear. And for us, it's like, I'm having a good time. I'm having a fun, fun time with my family or with my friends. So, I've kind of tripeando. So, basically, we tr- try to translate that to here. And it came out as tripping animals. We were always thinking of have about having a brand uh, about animals, maybe humanized animals more than that we have now. Uh, so the animals was always there in our minds. And then we came out with this word, amazing word from Venezuela. And then it came out pretty much better now we landed here as tripping. And from there we start doing all the tripping things that actually the name came out after, afterwards, like for here, okay. uh, for everyone. So you actually receive a, a bunch of people that enjoy the name and actually like, oh, are you tripping? Are you tripping? <laughs> and it's it's fun. It's not the why we base the name of the brewery around it, but it actually came out really well. You have all the animals actually tripping. You saw the eyes, actually the main logo is an eye, kind of trippy. And if you saw that's that's kind of the thing you yeah. you find between the animals and the main logo that Not everyone understands what it is, but if you match the animals between the main logo, you kind of understand why. Like, that's a common thing. You got in every animal this. While we're opening all the beers, you're going to see in most of them the eyes and you're going to match, like, somehow the eyes of the tripping animals.
0: Okay. I always want, for people who don't know, i I see if I can zoom in on this on here on the top of the can.
1: Oh, so you can see the, the main logo of it. So yeah, that's the eye.
0: That's the eye. I. I actually never really thought about what that was.
1: Yeah, it happens. Like we need to yeah. try to push it more, but that's why I'm explaining it so people yeah. can actually make the connection between the animals and the eyes of the animals and the main logo of the of the of the brewery.
0: Okay, I like that a lot. Now, were you guys? So I I think it's even cooler. Once again, there's another connection to your roots which is dope and that makes it more authentic did i like i was like oh i wonder if the guys are all because I, I met all you guys i think essentially um uh while we were there i was like oh i wonder if uh if you guys were like are you guys into like acid or mushrooms or anything like that or was it just coincidental when you took that word and then made the branding fit uh,
1: like by that time it was totally confidential mm-hmm. like yeah it have no. all a lot of mushrooms and trial a couple of things like in a nice way. But by that time, it was totally confidential between the name and the thing what we were trying to transmit in about having a fun time and having a good time. That it's basically what we try to transmit also in all of our events in the tap room and being a tripping family.
0: Gotcha. I love it though. But I really like the uh, like I like the in the tap room itself. There's this big like. 3d mushroom big at mushroom. the back yeah. <laughs> yeah and i was like man i can imagine you know the mad people just taking photos with the mushrooms after yeah, a few we'll beers. Try like, to, yeah.
1: to make it exactly that way. <clears throat> like, a, like a spot that you want to take a picture and have something out of the tabroom more than the beers and the experience for sure mm-hmm. but it's like a memory you can take with that big mushroom
0: that is actually <laughs> a
1: big part of the brand you can I see it in a lot of places
0: it's very smart. I also, I don't know why this is slightly off topic, but in near the mushroom, in the tap room, there's this little section that kind of goes into the back where you've got like um, a bunch of cool games, like a pool table um, and some other stuff. Am I remembering correctly? Like you got some cool area. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, we have like, other than the tap room, uh, we have the playground that is actually the area that you can connect or see the most of the back of the house. Mm. Uh, that's a, the area that we have the games and a couple of tables and a pool table and where you're there you can actually see all the all the tanks and all the kegs and the canning line and the cold room so you can get to experience some of the back of the house of what we're we doing also you can always ask like if we can do a, a tour so you can get to know what we do all the process And uh, that's also a thing that, that we do for sure
0: that's dope it's really smart. I just, I couldn't, I don't, I, I was trying to think when I remember seeing it, I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen a pool table itself in a brewery. I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty rare. Because I love thank pool. Thank you, thank you, man. It's like a sick, it's such a, a dope beer drinking game. You just want to just, you know, it's just fun. Oh, it's
1: amazing. We actually used to have two tables, but we're going to... We're getting in that point that we need more space in the warehouse and back of the house to keep on operating. So we're kind of getting shorter in the playground. Like at the beginning, it was a completely hallway. We used to have artificial grass in there and a couple nice. of sofas and two tables of pool, one of ping pong. But thank God we're growing. And <laughs> now it's a smaller place, mm. but you can get to enjoy that outside area, and get to know all the back of the house sure
0: that's sick really really cool man just like a smart way to do it um how you feel about the next one
1: yeah what do you want to do next what do you
0: think my guess would have been uh the no mamas because of the style thing but we could do whatever you think is the smartest move next
1: no i can get the no mamas just give me
0: take your time we can take your time
1: to actually ask will yeah, a really good friend from Dream State, another brewery here in Oh, Florida. Will's there.
0: I never but met Will. I was in Fort Lauderdale. Okay,
1: oh that's that's our guy. That actually, we can talk about him later. He helped us a lot to be where we are. Okay,
0: morning. beautiful. Take your time. Give
1: me a minute.
0: Yes, yes. So for y'all uh, to know what um, uh, we to talking about, so there's another brewery called Dream State, as he said, in Fort Lauderdale. Like yeah, on, man, our f- um, on our first uh, day there. Um, we went to we went up to Dream State and I when I posted about the beer, a bunch of my friends were like, Oh, like, say what up to Will for me. I'm like, Oh, I, I actually didn't know them, I just heard about it. Um, so my friend Tio from Crowns and Hops, who put me in touch with yourself and Iggy, he connected you. me with Will. So we went there twice and I just never got to meet Will in the end. Um I was at one time the first time, I didn't know him, and the second time. He was like, "Oh, it won't be long," and we just we had to leave. We waited for like an hour, and he—I think he got caught in traffic, so um, never got to meet him. But I get to drink a bunch of his beer. So they were a fantastic brewery um, as well. One of the other yeah, things from up there, um, yeah, man, we'll, that's yeah, it's a cool guy from the short timeline. He's an I, I, amazing guy. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize that's who it was. It's so a, I was helping you. It's
1: a lovely guy. Yeah, he get to be like kind of our advisor. Consulting, I don't know how to name it, but it becomes no, that's right. Sounds right. More than that, it's like family right now. It's actually I'm right now here outside in the warehouse where you can see all the back of the house. And now I have Will inside the office with the AC, pretty <laughs> chilling because he's watching the Heat game against against the Knicks. So he told me like, bro, it was like, no bro, I'm chilling outside, I can <laughs> have the beers, I have a bridge, a fridge with my beers. I just need you to help me to bring the no whenever <laughs> I'm gonna crank it when the but, times yeah. right. Yeah. A, that's that's a amazing. Beautiful and amazing guy. Thank you, Bobby.
0: Um, this is very funny. As you said that, my brother texted me and said the Heat and Knicks game is getting wild. Like literally, the second you said oh, that, oh yeah, hilarious. I,
1: I kind of watching. Yeah, it's what's wild. It's, it's in the I'll it's in the him. fourth quarter already. Okay, <laughs> I
0: was like, yo, i I've, we went to a Heat game. And obviously we're here in Toronto Just outside of Toronto So Toronto is my team But I got a Heat jersey And we went to a game And so now Heat's my other team So actually I really want them to win
1: Nice
0: they're, uh, I love it I love it Yeah
1: Hopefully they're going
0: to win Oh My, my brother Okay I was, I'm going to tell him, My brother said it's uh, Miami's up by four But it's hectic um, Give me a play by play I'm telling him right now So he can give us I'll, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> I'm on a podcast With a Miami brewery Boom Alright Oh, he said it's the fourth quarter, nine minutes nice. to go. Um,
1: nice.
0: Uh, so he, he's gonna do that. So, okay, no mamas. Um, all right, let's go with the no mammas.
1: So, this, no, I think it's
0: this one. Yes, now this is a fascinating beer style. Another animal uh, with start, the eyes, no yes. So you you can see the eyes there we were talking about before. Very cool. I never noticed that. So I'm really glad you told me. Um, Now, (laughs) this is a dark Mexican lager, which I have never heard of. Um, And I think that's fascinating because I love Mexican lagers in the same way that I love this style that we just drank, like that kind of adjunct um, corn lager. But now with the dark, like Mexican lagers are the other perfect hot weather crusher. But then... A dark version. I've never seen it, heard of it, nothing. So tell us about this one, dude.
1: So, okay. I'm not drinking that one, but I'm drinking the the, the Nomames. I'll tell the story about both of them. Yes. So at the beginning, we were looking for a lager, and then we jumped into into this Mexican lager style. And then we got the Chihuahua with the Mexican hat <laughs> and, the, and the name of Nomames, actually, because... Danny and Iggy love Mexico because one of their best friends are from Mexico so I think there's a hiding passion between that beer for both of them okay. and then I think that was probably one of the first lagers we did and suddenly organically that was the beer that was growing steady the most of the ones we we had at the beginning mm-hmm. so it it become one of our core beers and it's actually one of our core beers with with everhaze and the sour pink lemonade and now Dark no mamas that is the one that you're trying now it become another core it's okay. been growing steady since we since we made it so it was kind of a kind of a, a joke, inside joke for us like making the the Dark no mamas like the the brother of the of the main Chihuahua <laughs> and we and we launched it and we and we did that Mexican sour lager, and it's actually crushing it. It's it's a really good beer. Like you have all the roasting notes and all the coffee and all the chocolate yeah. there, but it's not a heavy one. Like it's a light beer, but you have all the flavors and all the aroma that you can get about all those malts. So that I think that's kind of a thing that that is making the beer growing so much and. Yeah, making the brother of Nomames, it was also like, okay, we have Modelo and then we have Dark Modelo. So it kind of grew up like this in the office and we Uh... launched it. And by some point, we started actually making 15-barrel batches, like one month and maybe two months later, another 15-barrel batch. And now it's growing that much and it's so good that we're making it every month, 30-barrel batch, so... I'm truly confident about it. Actually, with Will, we were talking about it, like right now before we jumped in the podcast. He was like, okay, imagine, bro. What if you do dark Obama's Nitro? Ooh. So now I have that crazy idea in my head to implement the back of the house. Okay. Maybe if I go, we go crazy enough, maybe you will see it in the future. It's, Ooh, it, yeah, I love it. it's a crazy idea, but I think it would be you will Just, have like, I don't know, the mouthfeel of the nitro and everything with all the flavors and the and the things that I already have.
0: Dude, that would be perfect. Uh, even on like Luca, like you have the side pour, that would be fucking Same thing, I guess. Same kind of similar outcome. Um, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, this smells yeah. incredible. Well, first of all, brother, cheers. Cheers, man. Oh, Yeah. I, I'm such a big fan of dark lagers. So
1: yeah, I, nice. like, I
0: love them. So this is fantastic. Okay. So exactly what you said. It's like that chocolate espresso, like really toasted malt on the nose. And it's at, is it 6%? Did I read the can right there?
1: It's at 6%. Same
0: It's a big, it's a bigger boy, but um, this handles it beautiful. It's so smooth. It's, um, it's like the, it's got this nice little like, like dark fruits in it, like dark fruit kind of sweetness, like dates, yep, or raisins yep. or something. Um, very refreshing. Like I wouldn't have. That's why I was like, did I see that right? Six percent? Because I'm like, it doesn't taste like that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, wow. that's what I love about the beer. You, you got all so, you got all that complexity about the mouth and all the things that you get Oof. from it in the aroma, and in the flavor, but it actually gets lighter after you drink it, like, you're drinking actually a lager, you know, you maybe expect like something heavier, and then you're like, oh, I got all the flavors and all that, but yeah. actually light, like, I can I can crush a couple of them without any problem.
0: Oh, easily, I can see that um, going down perfect though. So, the what would be the main, obviously a Mexican lager is... Has I was I was gonna explain it, but then I realized I don't even know if I know how to explain it. The what was the difference say between the original that you've got right there, which is a kind of a a more straightforward Mexican, and the dark one? Is it just a malt switch, like a dark, or adding some in? It's totally
1: it's totally a malt switch. Like we play with a different, complete uh, grain based uh, profile. We have the the same yeast for sure but we changed completely the, the malt profile. Actually, we were at Nashville a couple of days ago, and some guys of the of the tap Over were doing, they asked me the same, like, okay, so you did maintain kind of the same profile of the Mexican lager? And I was like, no. Mm. Changed it completely, but we, we made it as drinkable as possible as the other one. But in order to make those flavors and those taste notes, uh, uh, we don't have kind of the same things as the as the as the normales,
0: the classic nomames okay so it is interesting it's just this is so fascinating i think what i'm getting it's it's almost like you know if you have like a pour over coffee like or a chemex it's like a third wave single origin bean i feel like i'm getting okay. the fruited notes that you would get if you had like a black coffee um in that format which works amazingly with this. Like I'm such a big coffee fan, so this is this is fantastic. Oh,
1: I've never tried that, but I'm gonna keep it mm-hmm. in mind so we can try because we're working with a couple of uh, good coffee providers. So I will ask him like to try something oh. like it, to see if what I would get.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's just yeah. If you make a a pour, are you are you familiar with the one like a pour over style coffee where you have the V60? Have you oh. seen that? No? okay, so I'm like coffee nerd no, no, shit. No, no. That's all good. It's just like a different way of preparing it. and it's like the water okay. touches the it's sort of like a like this little v shaped sort of cup that goes on top of a, a a jug, whatever. okay and you use the gooseneck kettle and you're pouring the water over slowly. so the 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 coffee beans don't sit in the water for a long time they kind of like pass through it all right so it's like and light. It's, go and
1: it's actually the coffee beans on top because yep. i've seen the the way of pouring that way or or doing the, the the coffee but i haven't seen it with the with the with the actually beans that's probably why like well, they're
0: ground of- they're definitely ground up like they're not like whole or anything okay. but yeah so like you're all pouring right. it over the crushed beans so it's almost like like a drip coffee, I guess, is probably similar-ish, but it's all like in a machine and it's it can be similar, but I feel like the V60 or there's a, there's a little jug called a Chemex that is basically the same shit. You just have this little paper filter and you pour the water right. over like you're supposed to keep the water moving the whole time. Nice. Uh, to, to kind of go through it And that if you use like a light roast Which typically I think is higher caffeine But they have these like crazy fruit flavors Which this is like This is tripping me out That's what I was getting um, And I, I didn't nice, expect nice, it nice. from a Mexican lager Dude this is fantastic
1: Love it mm. I'm gonna be so- Finca's coffee
0: next week for sure. And yes. Who do you...
1: I need to try something like that. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. He'll know exactly what it is. Um, what's the name of the, the coffee roaster?
1: It's called Finca's Coffee. Finca's. That's he what It's a roaster from, from Honduras, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So he's bringing his coffee directly from his farms in Honduras. Some of them are already roasted the way in, and some of them he's roasting in, inside the, the location that he, he has here in Miami. Okay. They're really good. They're amazing. Amazing that's, guys.
0: That's awesome, dude. Do you work with them for your stouts? Because obviously people are watching the video. They'll see the barrels over your shoulder there.
1: We haven't, we haven't worked with them just now, but we start like the the conversations in order to do that because they carry our beers. Actually, Darn No is one of the beers they carry there. Amazing. Uh, and also, we have them for Ivory Jungle, the event in April, and they have, like, a complete booth of coffee that they were just preparing different type of coffees, uh, different type of brewing the coffee, different types of coffee. Like, it was amazing to have them there. People actually enjoy it. And they, they are supporting us by, like, a lot like they want to have all our beers they want to do stouts they want to do whatever they can help us like they're, they're completely open to to do it
0: that's awesome man that's what you need like the people who just get it who understand beer they're already stuck in your beer and they know coffee they know flavor so they're able to totally. help you know guide what it could need and even custom roast stuff uh for, for a beer so that's awesome dude that i, I love to see that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's quick crazy. a quick Miami uh quick Heat Knicks update. Um my brother saying the the Knicks went to shoot free throws there was a super rare double lane violation. Um and they canceled both shots did a jump ball. Miami's up by 6 then they got a three pointer. Uh, Butler got a three point play so Miami is up by 9. There we go. That's nice. where we're at. Look at that. Let's nice, go. Let's go. Nice.
1: Let's go. Go. Go ahead fuck yes
0: um okay sick no this is this is fantastic man i feel like so let's talk about the styles then because i want to get into that and sort of what tripping animals does specifically and sort of how that fits in sort of the florida scene i want to kind of paint that picture a bit so um maybe you want to talk through the styles that you guys typically do and then we can merge that into sort of like what's you know what's popular in Florida, what people are really after right now, and you know from what I saw is basically similar to other places. But I figure you would have a pretty unique, uh, you know, understanding. Of okay, that.
1: so by the by the time we were opening, we were like crushing classic styles, like trying to do classic styles, paleals, West Coast IPAs, half Bison's, all those styles like we were doing back in time, but we see all the changes that we were com- that were coming to us, so we start brewing a lot of sours uh, with Jack. Jack Gagman, that was our first brewer that we hired. He's an amazing guy, and I don't know, I don't know his brain, but he does amazing things in that area. So we start doing crazy sours. That I think that that's one of the main things that get our name or got our name out, like, in the industry out of Florida. Like, we did... Actually, we dropped it two days ago. We did Bagheera. It's a collab with King's Brewing in in Cali. And that was the first beer that we actually traveled to New York, if I'm not mistaken. And I think that was the first time that people of the industry was like, okay, who are these guys? Outside of Florida, I'm talking about, like... Like, sours, wasn't still... it's one of the main styles that we do. Uh, right now, we're still doing a lot of classic styles, basically because you need to run a business. Even though you like a lot of the styles, classic styles, you need to do a lot of the of the beers that are actually it's moving in the in the crafty world with of the course. clients. Yeah. So right now, I would say it's kind of changing a little bit. We're doing more laggers, sours. It's the thing that we do the most. Like I would okay. say. Right now, for the summer, we're going to be cutting maybe one of two IPAs. Well, not two IPAs. Triple IPAs are getting hard to to move, and we're moving a lot of the of the sour beers and a lot of the lager beers, mostly in the taproom. Lagers are flying, but also out of the state that we get to, to move a lot of beers. I would say lagers, sours, and IPAs, I would say 6%, 7% IPAs. Those are the things that we're doing mm. the most now. Okay. More than double IPAs or triple IPAs. Like, yeah, there's totally a good beer, but I think something is changing and you, I don't know, the clients or the public want to drink some more brushable beers. They can get more of them that actually, I don't know, one or two of them or maybe trying the five pounds so you can try different things. So I would say that for tripping, sours is one of our main things. And uh, we have our incredible Sour Peach that we actually launched for Ivory Jungle with White Labs. Like if you're a home brewer or you're actually a brewer with a brewery, you can get our peach from White Labs. Uh, it, it was kind of an amazing collab for us getting mm. our Sour Peach out there so we can get a lot of feedback. And also, the I would say the IPAs. We're working better uh, on doing different laggers right now. We were doing kind of the same styles uh, around, so we're getting into it. But I would say it's ours for sure. It's one of the the tripping flags, wind flags, if you need to name it somehow. And the, yeah, the ACIPAs, we we'll do a lot of ACIPAs. Right. We love when we get to do a West Coast. <laughs> we love yes. those.
0: I had uh,
1: West Coast IPAs. I love them.
0: Oh, they're the best. And they they're even better now that you know we drink when I say we meaning everybody, you know, we're all drinking a lot of yeah. haze. So when you have a yeah. West Coast, you're like, Oh man, I forgot this shit is amazing. Yeah. Like you really exactly. appreciate it. Exactly.
1: Now it's all hazy. So when you get to drink a West Coast, it's like, okay, it's, it's bro, this beer's just amazing.
0: Yeah, couldn't agree more. I had uh, Heavy Hammer, which was a uh, is it eight exactly. or 8.5? eight point five?
1: Eight point five IPA
0: money um fantastic that was something that like i noticed that one thing i did notice in florida and maybe this is why i feel like i only saw like a little bit right like you you obviously know but i i feel like i saw a decent amount of west coast ipas in florida like i feel like they were pretty popular and i thought it might have been like a weather thing yeah
1: Yeah. I, i do totally totally agree but we keep on doing a lot of hazy we move a good amount of AC IPAs here in Florida, but we also move a lot of them out of the state. So we need to keep on playing with those kind of things. Like we move a lot of AC IPAs, double IPAs, and triple IPAs out of the states. Right. So uh, that's that's mainly why. But we get now and then to get the West Coast mm-hmm. uh, out of here and tripping. We're planning to do next month. We're gonna have a West Coast six percent IPA. Oof. it's nice. gonna
0: be really nice hell yeah that's a uh, crushable
1: God, beautiful yeah. yes
0: okay amazing so then that essentially lines up with what i saw from you guys uh we'll talk about your barrel program in a sec actually because i had i got uh, All right. iggy busted out i think it was called bones uh one of the barrel yep. age stuff and it was
1: one of the barrel phenomenal. age stuff
0: Uh, amazing. And I I grabbed one to to take back. It wasn't that one. It was another one. I forgot what it was called, but I I got that in my cellar and I'm very excited for that. The vibe that I got of Florida was pretty similar to what you're saying. I feel like all of the breweries that are like, I would say you guys would, I don't know how you feel about this, but if I was to describe tripping animals, I would probably, it would come under like what you would call maybe like a hype brewery in the sense of, People are very, very excited about your beers. Multiple. I already knew about you, but multiple people who I asked about where I should go, like, were very excited to tell me to go there. Uh, and that typically, because any brewery that does uh, haze and smoothies typically are the ones that would come under that. Um, is that fair? Do you think that's a fair a- assessment?
1: Yeah, that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, okay. I would say that. Yeah.
0: I mean it in totally. a good way too. It's a positive thing.
1: I don't um, know. Yeah, yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. This is because that's the stuff that I like to drink, right? So that's obviously why you guys were appealing to me because you make the shit that I want to drink. So all a lot of the breweries that I went to and, and tried beer from in Florida were kind of along those same lines. Like they had smoothies, they had great lagers. Usually it's lagers, haze, smoothies, and big stouts. That was the like the four main things that kind of I was looking for. And of course, then some West Coast. Okay. Um and I, I saw a lot of that. So across the board, would you say that, is that what, like what, what's like, what's happening in Florida beer? So for people who maybe haven't uh, been down for a while or haven't been down there at all, like what's, what's the most across the board? So beyond just what tripping animals do, but what do you think, what's the, where's the palate at for Florida right now?
1: <clears throat> so I would say Florida uh, itself, I would say you have more craft build culture. I would say in Tampa or like in Orlando, you have more people that actually appreciate the product that we do uh, mm-hmm. in other places in Florida more than Miami. Because huh. I think Miami, it's like a place to say it's, I don't know how to name it. It's like hard li- more hard liquor and potting And maybe you want to crush more light beers more than trying to other heavy stuff. Gotcha. So, but I think it's also growing a lot. But I would say you, I don't know, you you have in Tampa also the IPAs and kind of the sours, but you have a lot of brewers doing a lot of crazy good stouts in the place of Florida. Then I, I would say in Orlando, you are more likely to see beers like us. Like maybe a more of classic styles where you got to get sours, lagers and, some of the classic IPAs and AC IPAs. Mm. But I think the toughest market, uh, maybe because it's the one that we live most, is here in Miami, Mm. that you can actually need to get more people to get like kind of educated or you can show more different things. So right now we're trying to aim to a lot of, I don't know, restaurants. So you can also be that kind of, Trying beers instead of I don't know pairing wines, like you can get amazing beers pairing with a lot of amazing food. So we're trying to get that working on at least for a brand, but I, I cannot be assured of other brands doing it. But that's a tough thing I would say about Miami itself. I think if you go to a different places in Florida, you can get a lot of more craft beer culture. Like Saint Pete, for me, was amazing when I visited Tampa. I think it's a it's a great place to visit, like to get, to get a lot of breweries and a lot of good liquid, like Tampa Bay Beer Week. It's madness. It's madness. Okay. A lot of things you get to try and a lot of crazy good beer you get to try. But I think Miami is actually working the way in. I would say Miami and also for Laura, like it's like 45 minutes away from us specifically. But you have a lot of breweries there like Wills Brewery, for example, Reap State, you have invasive, you have Funky Buddha was one of the first breweries opened there and they already sold. But there's a lot of good liquid in another places in Florida. I think Miami we're still working on it, but we're having more breweries and very much pretty much good beers going down here.
0: Okay. Honestly, man, that kind of explains a lot for my experience there, and I, I was a little, I came in not knowing a lot about it and I was a little surprised to not see as much, uh, as many breweries, I guess, in Miami and as many places, maybe like there wasn't even like a ton of beer bars. It was union that we went to in, um, a uh, little Havana. That was, that was fantastic. Um, but aside from that, I didn't see a lot. In, I mean, we stayed just outside in Alapata, just next to Windward, but that makes a lot of sense now. Okay, and I totally get it, and I know that even from our perspective from here, I was previously not as interested in going to Miami because I just thought it was parties and South Beach and blah blah blah. I didn't realize like yeah, I think a lot of that. Yeah, that that well, it is there, but it's so much more. Um, I think my Oh is yeah, great.
1: totally. Like. Miami is a great destination. It's more than that, for sure. It's more than parties and the beach. For sure, if you want to come for that, you're going to have it in a big way. But I think you have, right now, a lot of more nice experience. Not only the Catholic world, like you get to chill, you get to get, I don't know, museums and uh, theaters and a lot of things that you can actually enjoy besides party. Like it's a, a main thing for me in Miami. And I think the craft beer scene is actually growing a lot and, and we're working on it. We're actually, it's the second year we have Miami Beer Week mm-hmm. and it's getting better and better. So we're hoping to have next year again. Uh, I don't have exactly the dates again for next year, but, but it's, it's getting better and better. We have a lot of more breweries, better liquid. It's growing up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm confident it's going to be better. We're not, I don't know, we're not North Carolina yet but, Or I don't know, or Denver Like Yeah th- That's kind of a Different scenario Like you have Peers Every block And that's amazing the, We're working together Hopefully we're gonna be there At some point
0: Hey man I love it I'm here for it I like the uh, Like the underdog I like supporting the underdog And That makes sense Because money's coming up I think Miami's the greatest city In the world right now Like we're I, Like we're so Like I we just wanna be back there it's obviously Canada's amazing, but like, we fucking love Miami, dude. And it's like, I think it's like a phenomenal city. It's got the weather of like the Caribbean as you're sitting there sweating in a, a beer, a craft brewery a warehouse, right there. And but it's got all the all the best things about any big city, like you said, museums. Like you know, the food was amazing everywhere we went. Um, there is yeah. great beer there. You'd have to seek out the great beer, but it's there. It's it's got everything you need. I just think it's like it's the perfect sort of situation. Um, So it's I, but I was a little confused, I guess, about not seeing as many breweries within Miami. Because like if you go to Toronto or Montreal, like say up in here, like there's breweries everywhere in the city for both of those cities, like all over the place. And I expected more of that in Miami, but everywhere I look, everyone everywhere that I checked out that you told me that other people told me about, I was like, Oh, it's like, Oh, there's an hour here. It's like half an hour. there. It's 45 minutes away there. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's different. I thought it may be cause it was expensive, but it sounds like there's multiple factors for that. Yeah. And that's okay.
1: It's getting expensive a lot, but I think it's also growing in a lot of ways. Like I was talking with Decker, other partner uh, of the brewery, like at some point, yeah, we, it got a lot expensive with COVID, with a lot of people moving into Florida because we didn't have restrictions, probably, and the remote job thing. Yeah. But that also brings a lot of new culture. So you got a lot of new people from Cali or from New York that actually appreciate the craft beer world. So you got a mm. lot of new clients that actually are visiting you, like, oh, I, I want to have a really great beer. So, in some ways, you got to see the positive side of it. Yeah, I, I am. It's getting a lot of expensive, but you're getting a lot of new people that it's actually good for, at least for the traffic world, for sure. A lot of people that wanted to visit you to try your beer, to appreciate your beer. So we're happy with it.
0: That's great, man. And that's, yeah, that's a nice little uh, positive outlook there. Okay, sick. The Before we get to the next beer, um, I want to chat about your barrel program. So All right. like again, people are watching there's a whole bunch of there's probably like you know, 20, 30 barrels just over your shoulder right there. Um yeah man, tell us about uh, what you guys there she is <laughs> over that right shoulder. Um yeah, tell us about what you guys got going on. What's what what's it looking like? What are you guys working with? Is it just stouts? Is there sours? Like what's what's
1: happening? Okay, so right now the the barrels that you have back of me, it's a lot of stouts, like the pro one star six barrels, and now we're over a 90 barrels program. Hell yeah. It was crazy because of the heat and the location. You wouldn't expect the reception of a lot of people actually enjoying your stout, Mm -hmm. but it's actually been crazy. We have a lot of local people that actually enjoy them and a lot of proxy people that want our beer. So that's actually pretty amazing, and we love it. It's crazy, but it's still happening. And we have been keep on growing. Now we have a lot of barrels that we crushing this year, uh, 24 months. Mostly we have bourbon and whiskey in, in the majority of all the barrels, and we start playing with a lot of different rums and tequila and some uh, wine barrels. We have a couple of wine barrels. We start to see what happened, and we start the sour program. Uh, but we haven't been able to bottle anything. Uh, I'm working to have uh, a different kind of equipment so I don't cross contamination anything. Like I want to have my specific equipment to do those those sours and barrels. Hopefully this year we're gonna start popping out the, the first ones and keep on growing that program because I think that's also a, uh, an interesting and, and crazy program about the sours that we, we want to do something without fruit additions and some of them with fruits. So we're, oh, yeah. you guys are going to be seeing soon enough a lot of bottles of sour aged nice. barrel.
0: That's sick, man. And that that's very exciting to to come up. And the stout. So like I said, I had the bones one, which was phenomenal. Um, I noticed, one thing I noticed, and maybe you guys don't even think about it, I noticed almost all of the big stouts that I tried or brought back from the states were all like 14 ish percent is that um pretty standard for the because that's very high that's a lot higher than they are here typically the highest is like 11.9 there's some sort of like tax legality about 11.9 percent it's weird so like okay. most of them are 11.9 or like 11.9 as in like as long as the government doesn't test it, they, the bottle says this, Exciting. You know,
1: they don't measure the ABB. <laughs> you
0: know, don't, so, ask, don't tell. So yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. No, yeah. It's the same with that? for us. Like, you're trying to aim, like, since it's a barrel-aged style, you're trying to aim a higher ABB style. So you, we call it like motor oil. Like, it's a pretty dense, heavy ABB liquid. Yeah. Some of them, I love them when it's no adjunct, but we have a few concepts that we adjunct them. They're also amazing, but you have a lot of the flavor from the barrel and the wood uh, with the no agent ones. So, yeah, all of them are aiming between 12 to 15% the most. like Other than that, if we pass 60%, if I'm not mistaken, you're getting involved into... Uh, uh, our liquor kind of thing so you're out of your license but our top is like 16% it's kind of the same with the wine or something like that so yeah you're going to find all of our stouts from 12 to 15% ABV
0: gotcha okay that explains it then so it seems that there was like just a trended higher wherever I went whether it's three sons or um, what else did I get even like Wakefield? Up in, uh, uh, Wakefield, I didn't actually get to try their stouts. They didn't have any when I went there. Ah, okay. unfortunately. Um, there. I went to Burial. B- B- yeah. Stouts. I heard their stouts is, are amazing. I was really disappointed. But it's okay, we're gonna be back, trust me. Um when we went to North Carolina, funnily enough, we went to burial and I was able to get and I got some resident culture and burial stouts. And I think they were both fourteen percent. I got some uh did yeah. I get the veil? I think I got something from the veil. I can't remember. But there was like all, all, all the other oh. stouts that I got were all like Yeah 14.
1: All Prime Stouts. Yeah, amazing. I went
0: I went kinda I went a little crazy this I brought back like I think like four <laughs> cases of cans and then a case of bottles yeah I went, I went fucking nuts man um why not i don't know it was i had i had a nice trip it was great um yeah the beer, yeah. yeah the beer was great so it was like really fun ex, uh, exploring all of that again because it had been a while for us since i'd been like out really just trying new things like for an extended period of time like i didn't really bring much canadian beer with me at all maybe like I don't know, two four-packs just to tide me over for a bit of shit that I know was going to die if I left it here. But that was basically it. So all the stuff I was drinking was all, like, local things wherever I was at. So I was really trying to immerse myself in the culture and see what was going on, particularly because I didn't know much about Florida. You know what it's like? You you know more about your neighbor, like, for with us, we're close to the border of upstate New York, like Buffalo and Rochester. In Montreal, it's close to Burlington, Vermont. So I knew a lot about all of those areas, but not down down where you are. So yeah, man, it was fun learning. But that's that's some really good context on the the stouts. So nice. um, I'm excited for that. So next one, next beer.
1: So remember, what do we have? We have the the call up with our Range. So we have. H.
0: Everhaze collab um, with the other
1: half. They tripping. Yep. Um, and I'm missing one. Ah, the sour twisted sail. So uh, and
0: yes. So whichever you want, I have all of that here. Whichever you want to do.
1: Uh, what are you in the mood uh, for? I
0: what do you feel sure. like one?
1: Whatever <laughs> you want to drink or to try, we can talk about it. And how we want to crush the the IPA or the sour, and then jump into the collabs.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe we do Everhaze because it's sort of like the lower ABV one and it's a flagship. That would probably be good, yeah?
1: All right. Let's do that one.
0: You're going to go... Yeah, take your time. It's all good. So, while you get that, this one right here, y'all, this is called Everhaze. It is a 7% IPA with cashmere, citra, and amarillo. It's got a nice crocodile or alligator probably on here with that tripping animal's eyes which is super dope very cool can out also the labels just to shout out the labels um are all like got that metallic thing going on i love the metallic labels yes look at that yeah man the labels are just so sick like they're they cool you man shit. i love the um just the metallic stuff of it because obviously i know it costs extra you don't have to do that like that just costs you extra to do that shit.
1: no but that's that's a that's a brand thing like it's we're very cool. we're just on that track so yeah <laughs> we're, we're good
0: you got to do what it's you gotta amazing. do right it's
1: part of that
0: yeah, yeah man i i absolutely agree that's all
1: iggy's brain it's amazing
0: yes he was saying that he uh, uh he called how he can
1: be that creative like it's amazing. If you left yeah. that to me, you're going to have like the main logo and the name and change colors. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> and that's
0: it. Done. Over. So, I mean, look at that nice, beautiful haze right there. Um, so this one is 7%. I, I love that range for, for a single. I also noticed, this is just like a Canadian thing, I think, the... What you guys consider a single IPA and a double IPA seems to be a little different. Like I've yeah. seen I saw ones there that they called a single IPA. I don't think it was you guys, but there were like seven point nine percent in calling it single IPA. And I always thought that Whoa. was kind of yeah, I forgot hey, where that was. High. That's high, right? Okay. So here <laughs> it's usually between like you know, like five percent is a pay level between six and maybe seven is like a um Yeah,
1: seven I would say is like the the higher top that you can get
0: of like, an IPA,
1: IPA.
0: exactly, yeah. and then seven and a half is like no man's land. Eight, eight becomes double. Eight and up becomes double. Maybe ten becomes triple. Um, yeah, I noticed there was a, and this was not just tripping animals everywhere. All the doubles were basically eight point five, which you don't really see here too much.
1: Oh no, yeah, no,
0: just yeah, small things, small little differences. Our-
1: our IPA is exactly like six seven percent and single IPAs and mm-hmm. then you have the double IPAs 8.5 8.7 8 point something and then we aim to 10 percent for the triples uh, triple IPAs yeah okay oh, oh okay oh. big news
0: oh did they oh here my missing
1: the Easter final conference
0: Let's go, Come my on. brother Yes. He's just texting me that now. Hey 9692.
1: Yeah, we made look,
0: it. By four points. Woo! All right, look at that. It's oh, meant yeah. to be tonight, bro. Meant to be. I yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. love it. Um well nice, huh? Oh hang, did I do everything I needed to do? Yes, I did. Shall we cheers to to the heat? <laughs> cheers. To man. tripping animals and to the heat. Cheers. Yeah, this is gorgeous, man. I had this the other day. Um, So tell us about this one. So like I said, IPA, 7%, Cashmere, Citra, Amarillo. Um, What's the vibes with this one? How did it become your flagship is my other question too.
1: So we had two flagships. Uh, The one behind it, it was called Bandido. If you see all the artwork in Tripping Animals, you're going to see a lot of humanized raccoon that is like kind of our thing okay also if you saw a lot of things are tripping, you're gonna saw us dress as a raccoon and playing around in the brewery or in any event <laughs> but basically what happened uh, with the with the craft market we had the Hopi Pelel that was Bandido and then we have we bring Everhaze and Everhaze Compete kind of with Bandido and we end up going down with everheads as our core beer. And now and then you're going to maybe see Bandido around, but Everheads became a flagship because the style and the ABV you got when you got the beer. Uh, So it becomes steadily and constantly uh, the beer that we sold the most. Um, it's amazing. I think it's an amazing hazy IPA, 7% with three hubs that the four of us love. Like basically if we need to choose, I don't know, maybe we jump into a Simco or a Nelson uh, against up the cashmere. But the blend came out exceptionally and also the, the game with the words of the Everglades and the Everhaze. Oh, I
0: think it's also
1: course, something you got about the tripping and the location and Florida and Miami and everything.
0: Okay. I uh, never put that together. Okay, that's sick.
1: Yeah, yeah, It's crazy. Always yeah. a- Whenever I, I heard the name when we launched it, I it was also like, oh, Everhead's nice. And then I figured out like, okay, yeah, makes sense. Everglades, Everhead's, it's a crocodile in the label. It's perfect. It's all the same. <laughs> all the
0: sense So much sense now All the sense um, This is like So on top of that That's that's clever I love that And the beer is great man It's got this nice little Dankness to it Which I enjoy Which I imagine Is probably from the Amarillo in there It's um, Yep Super tropical uh, Very bright Aromatic I'm getting like Mango Like papaya Lots of citrus Like sort of Pithy citrus Yeah like
1: orange. A, That That of Of hops It gives you All of that like, I love it because all the citrusy that, that you get out of all of the hops. And then the geese also helps you a lot, like, with the dangness and the and the hazyness. Like, White Labs does a, a great job, actually.
0: I, I love, love it, man. That's sick. Now, being as a flagship, so that, I guess that it's always available whenever anyone comes to the tap room, it's always going to be on tap?
1: Yeah. You're going to find always available. Well, unless it run out too fast, everhades No Mames, the Mexican Lager, Dark No Mames, and the the Pink Lemonade—that is the other flagship. that would be the Sour. So we have the gotcha. Mexican Lager, the Dark Lager, the IPA, and the Sour.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Now, does do you guys do much distro? Like, do you guys distro to other states or anywhere else?
1: Yeah, we do distro out of twenty states right now at this point in, in the United States, and also we do out of uh, out of the country, not a state, out of the country. We we are sending beer to China, we Same. send beer to Japan, uh, we're sending beer to Norway. Uh, not not that often, but we just. We kind of send beer to Spain, also Mexico, Chile. Uh, ah. Have like a special pop-up going out with tripping. I think it was out of range and prison Pulse. and hopefully soon they're gonna reorder again a bunch of beer. So yeah, but mostly yeah, inside of the inside of the country, 20 states. We have main states that move more liquid, and other states have move less so they order i don't know every two months but a lot of them order every every month and we're we're truly happy what we're seeing out of the state the appreciation and the and the feedback is it's it's actually amazing
0: that's so cool man i love that and it's uh, that's something that like it's way more common there than it is up here in Canada. Like it's very, very, very difficult to be able to get beer across provincial lines, like the way the government set it up. So it's very Ooh. dope that in America, you guys are able to, the other thing, do you, are you guys able to ship beer to other States? Like say if uh, you go to an online store, is that a thing in Florida?
1: No, it's, it's not. It's a thing that we cannot do. There's like a three chart system law in Florida. Uh, right. It it was built up like by big distro partners, and it was. I think it's a thing still that they want to change, Mm -hmm. but it has been tough. Like you're not able to sell distro, and since you're not able to do that, you're not able to ship your beer. Actually, it's it's illegal to do that.
0: That's how they do it. Okay.
1: So you, in order for us to take the product out of the warehouse, you need to buy it by a distro partner
0: anywhere you go hmm, that's trash okay it's a Understood. tough one yeah yeah, yeah yeah. everyone has their uh thing the alcohol rules are always dumb everywhere like even in quebec in Mon- where i used to live in montreal like you, they couldn't ship breweries couldn't ship even within the province but here in ontario breweries can ship any brewery can have an online store and ship within ontario so at the very least if I want to get a brewery uh, beer from somewhere that's like five hours drive. They can send it out. You to can.
1: Me. Sh- they can ship it to you. Well, Correct. No, 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 that's amazing. Like, which is cool. I would love. I would love to have that at least adoption. That like maybe not this for myself, but at least someone here in Miami wants to have like delivery option. Maybe by a third partner, even though directly to me, like I don't know. Let's say Uber Eats, DoorDash.
0: There you go.
1: Something like that. Like. Well, that that would be a thing. Like You can get it easier. But well, the, those are the laws. So yeah. That's where it is. And that's okay. how
0: we work. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, man. It was, it was curious because yeah, exactly. even the other way around, so because I was in Miami for so long, we were there for a month, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll be able to get a delivery of some breweries that... I'm normally not able to get hold of, so let me go and take a look. And I couldn't really find anything except for other half, really, that shipped to Florida that I was interested in. And I was like, "Well, yeah. other half's over the border, so it makes no sense to get them shipped to me when I can get them quickly up here." And I couldn't find a lot. And so it's, I it seems really that the I was trying to figure out how it worked in the states. It seemed like breweries w- in different states had different rules to where they could ship to. Totally. Um, for some so, reason depending
1: on the states mm. you have different rules depending on the area even though inside the states you can get different rules like it's, it, it's crazy like in for, for example like in North Carolina you can self-distribute and you can move your your own beer between other two establishments other than that you need to I don't know pass through another person like yeah different states, different crazy rules. But I think Florida is a tough one because, yeah, we cannot get the beer out without passing by another person.
0: Gotcha. And also, okay.
1: I cannot own like, if I wanted to have a different bar, for example, even myself, not tripping on the same partners, I cannot. Like, really? you cannot have either the, the, pro the, pro, the brewery itself or the distro uh, company, or the the retail the retail store. You cannot be the same owner or partner between those three.
0: Interest. So they really trying to separate that so nobody can rig the system. I oh, guess. It's
1: separate. You have loopholes for sure. Oh, of course. Everything. Of course. But you cannot do it that way.
0: So you mm. need to. I don't know.
1: Look around. Uh, yeah. It's um, it's a
0: mess. Interesting. Oh, yeah, you kind do that. Okay, okay. Well, that's a shame. But at the very least, at least you've got distributors that can take your beer to these other places that can order oh, it. Oh no, no,
1: no. Yeah. We're, we're truly happy with all the digital partners, Florida Sunshine. Everyone like they have been amazing. They move a lot of liquid, and they they, they took care of us.
0: That's and great. That's, man.
1: that's a good thing.
0: I love that that makes me happy so then the other thing I wanted to touch on from that was obviously you know you're putting beer into other states and you guys have been really big on a lot of collabs you guys have been doing a ton of collabs um with a lot of different breweries across the country and I imagine beyond do you want to maybe talk us through I mean we've got a couple of collabs we can talk about in the that maybe we'll yeah. crack one of them next or whatever um but yeah, t- tell us about the collabs, man, because this is, I really, th- and I feel like when you and me were talking, uh, you were telling me, I think it was basically those sort of, I think it was either a beer festival or it was a collab that really helped you guys kind of get a lot more attention.
1: Yeah, uh, in the yeah as we talked earlier, like at the beginning, we did this collab called Bagheera uh, with Kings. Uh, so I think that beer took us uh, to a festival in, in New York. And it's will,
0: yes, will going round. Shout out to Will,
1: <laughs> but Same. yeah, mm. going to the bathroom, so it's fine. Oh, okay. uh, no. So <laughs> I think that was the fir- the first collab that actually it, the first collab. It was a hit, so we get our name out there to basically to the craft industry and the craft people to know that tripping animals was happening somewhere in Florida. And so after that, I think the relationships we build. Basically, I need to cheer up like Iker and Iggy. Those are or two guys we're for Iggy and Iker. Those are the guys that hold all the relationships we have. Mostly, like I don't, I'm not gonna say me neither or Danny, but those two guys like have all the relationships in the industry and they love them. So after that happened. We started having a lot of good friendships, and they started supporting us a lot. That and, like... and then, and that way, we need to we get to know a lot of people in the industry. Get to get a lot of collabs. So the collab basically, it's like doing a great good liquid and a great good beer. You also get a lot of connections in the state, and that that opens your doors to get to a distributor partner, so you can get more beer out of there. And, and that's basically where also will comes in and we have been talking about will dream state everything will was from New York is from New York actually and he worked at uh, EQ and then somehow I don't know exactly the story that's of Iggy and Iker basically but he came up like being an advisor and that also helped us to open a lot of doors with the other states and other breweries and have a really good friendships like other half. Other range that are actually two of the beers that we cracking. King's Bagheera, that's one of the one of of the first beers we do, human robot in, in Philly. There's a lot of people that actually love us and that's why we're in other states since we're working with them a lot of the time, making beers, sending beer they giving us all the connections. So basically all behind this is because craft beer world, I think it's because all the family that lies behind, that you get to support each other in order to grow up. It's not like, oh, no, you're coming to my state. You're a competition. Like, no, bro, if you're coming to my state, I'm happy to do that. Then I'm happy to help you. Like, you're welcome here. Let's go to my festival. Come here to Miami. Come here to New York. Come here to Philly. And that's, I think that's the lovely part of all this part of the industry. So that's the way we end end up in all of the States. Right. Also uh, COVID hit. So that opened a lot of options to us because we didn't get to open the tabroom. So that's the time we get the Canyon line. And that was a time that also like, okay, we get to move beer in Florida for sure but we also, there's an option to send beer to the other States. Mm. And that actually happened all the breweries in the United States. Like you, you need, you needed to open your doors more than you tap because you were closed. So you need to move more liquid in order to, su- to succeed and survive mm. the, the pandemic. So that was actually the other thing. But before of that, we didn't get all the relationships and all the connections in order to do it. It was, it was helpful that we get to do that before we need, we get to knock doors like, oh, hello, I'm a brewery from Tripping Animals. So all the breweries helping each other, I think, it's the magic of the crappier world, I would say, and in order for you to succeed totally. So I love being able to do collaborations out of the state, in the state, out of the country. That's the way you help each other because we're not a macro brewery. We're not that big enough. We cannot crush prices. So it's like a family thing. I would mm. say.
0: I love that man. It, it definitely is a uh, a big family thing with craft beer for sure. And and I've even just you know, I remember being in Union Beer Store and I saw your collab with Outer Range and I went to Outer Range a few years ago and I'm a big fan of their beers as well. So like, how did that one come about? You guys just. Through Iggy and everyone, like they knew the, the uh,
1: guys? Yeah, Kyle and Wyatt. And, uh, those two guys are probably those are two of the best persons that I have known in the industry. I truly love them. Like we had before this one that we're going to cross. it's the squirrel. We did a collab that we actually brew here that it's called When Friends Are Home. So... Mm. basically the name sets everything for us like my friends are home is that like whenever we travel there whenever they come here it's this is your house and for every other people we know and even the ones we don't know that we want to visit that they want to visit us the stores are always open you can jump in here talk to us get to know each other see if we can do something together like i think that's Again, that's the magic of the business, and for me, Wyatt and Kyle from Arrow Range are those type of guys. Like yeah. when friends are home, I think we need to do that beer again for sure, and we're gonna crack the collab. That collab was brewed in in Frisco, in the in the location of Arrow Range, and when friends are home was was brewed here on
0: your side. Okay, was it a double IPA your side yeah. as well?
1: Yeah, same. Yeah. Well, okay.
0: Fuck yeah That's yep. awesome yeah. I love that <laughs> So Out of Range is sick um, Yeah they got a beautiful tap room in, Up in Frisco Out there in Colorado uh, You did day tripping With Other Half Legendary New York Brewery How did that one happen?
1: That happened Again after New York Because the The collab uh, uh, When we traveled with Bagheera Was an event in New York So from I think from that place, uh, all the magic start happening. We we get to know Will also, and then we start the relationship again. Iker and Iggy are amazing persons, uh, less shy than me and Danny, so we get to get a lot more love and, <laughs> and connection than us. So I would say that. That was everything was happening uh, with the with a lot of traveling after after that that first collab. Uh, we get to know a lot of people and get to get the love of all these people so we'll it's always appearing in the in the scene because he gets to connect us to a lot of people in New York and not only New York with any other state that we probably are this guy helped us right. to connect with each other so. That's why I'm telling you, this guy is family and being State is fire. And so we get to know other half and especially we have a crazy guy that works here that's called Garys. He's always supporting us, always trying to do crazy things with us. Even Wake, Wakefield is in February. So it's actually an opportunity for us to get a lot of the brewers here. And we approach them and then always Jerry is here. February, April, every single opportunity that we have to get this guy here is always here. So I think in that February this year we get to open the conversation to do a call up finally with other half. Even though we have a great we have a crazy relationship and, and good with them, we did this this call up that it came out amazing and yeah, we we love them like. Even though I'm not the the the, the guy that is more close to them, and uh, Iker and Iggy. Bro. well, Iggy, Iggy's gets going like in a month there. Hell yeah! To visit them and have a festival oh. and everything. Oh, Green
0: City, yeah, in June.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, They're yeah
0: going yeah. there. Hell yeah! Okay, I thought about going. I was I was gonna see if I could make it, but uh, <laughs> I've always heard that one's supposed to be killer. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Iggy, he is yeah. going to be there for sure. Will is going to be there. All the crazy and nice guys are going to be there.
0: Okay, I'm going to see what I can do. Okay, that's sick. You don't get to go?
1: No, for that one, I won't go. Okay. No, unfortunately, no. We we split the travels all the year between all the partners and all the staff also to appreciate the work that they do for us. So That's fair. We get to, mostly, a lot of the time, we get to travel One of the partners and one of the staff persons, so we can also send them to have all the appreciation for other states, and not only keeping them here in the warehouse.
0: That makes sense. I like that a lot. That's really cool, man. Like you don't have to do that. So that's that's fire. Yeah,
1: no, it's amazing. I love I love them being able to actually live what's happening with tripping out of the state, and Mm. they get to live that and get it. To
0: get Represent more the people brand. to
1: know and actually yeah probably yeah. they get another opportunity out of the state
0: yeah i'm Which not is happy fun.
1: they're leaving us but for the yeah. time, that's the thing you need to grow if you need to go you
0: gotta oh, do what you gotta do man life. okay exactly. i love it i couldn't agree more were there any other collabs that you've done that have been really fun or really cool that um that's worth chatting about as far as like whether uh, it's even those, like different styles, like even in the stouts or like anything like that.
1: Whoa! Well, next month we're dropping a stout with Burial. Scott visited us with um, with Ivory Jungle happening, so we're dropping two different bottles of stouts, and also we're gonna be brewing a double dry hop pale ale. And with Burial, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a exciting one.
0: Oh, from Asheville, Burial from
1: for Asheville,
0: yeah. Oh, I fucking love them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, yeah, shit, they're man. amazing. That's great. What
1: else, bro? We love resident culture people. That's How a yeah. crazy brewery, also from North Carolina. From, from Charlotte, uh, we I did one, there. yeah, in December called Animal Culture. Mm, crazy, that's no, a great name. We have, well, we have done a lot of crazy, I don't know, arcane. Yeah, Dream State. We just drop a collab with Will. It's a heavy fruited, sour called Willie the Astronaut in order to Will. That's Have it. a lot of crazy collabs that I would say. We just drop a collab. Brew it in Cali, in Anaheim with Everywhere. We're trying to work something with Green Chick that actually blast all the competition in in cbc this last last week Uh who else who else was well i don't know so many there's a lot of good people that actually yeah we have been doing a lot of things and actually you're gonna be seeing a lot of them We we're gonna keep on doing them year by year the ones that are kind of staying to rotate during the year
0: so like regular like Yeah, exactly. Be...
1: Like they want Pagira, it's a short thing every year. Okay. For now. Like we just dropped it two days ago. oh yeah. Kings, and Kings is also dropping it in Cali. From this. two Yeah. Mm. Let me see if I can see something in the wall. We have all the stickers <laughs> yeah. that I remember of.
0: <laughs> I saw that wall. I know what you're talking about
1: a lot of we have a, we have a crazy pills with three here in Florida that is actually a pretty nice one and what else I can see from here? Well we have a it's a local one but it's a different it's a totally different co- collab. It's a crazy one it's with space. Space is the I think it's the largest club here in Miami of partying. Okay. So it's a local thing that we're actually pretty proud that we're doing a beer with them. So it's called Space Trip. And we're going to drop the second second batch next month. Early early in June, we're going to have it again. Okay. Live.
0: Do they stock it at the club?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's what I bring it up because it's a totally different one. It's not between breweries or anything. It's with a local spot that support us, and we support them. So it's a it's a really nice one. That's fun, man. Sour. Yeah,
0: that's perfect. Like people can, so people could actually be in the club and be drinking, tripping animals.
1: Totally. Love Be partying and having tripping animals.
0: <laughs> be it's tripping the best and-
1: blend in, in Miami. <laughs> they are gonna be tripping and. <laughs>
0: That's fucking sick, man. Like, that's really fun. That's like super, (laughs) super cool, bro. Like, it's like uh, uh, that's thinking outside the box right there. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen. I've seen some pretty interesting collabs. I feel like breweries are the most creative business kind of out there as far as like who they work with and stuff like that. But working with like a business like a club that like we were talking you know you were mentioning before when people think about Miami they think about the nightlife and South Beach and all this stuff they they might not think about craft beer but to be able to go to one of those places and access a local uh highly regarded super fire craft beer and be able to drink that at a venue like that not that I would ever find myself there it's not really my vibe but if I ever did find myself in a place like that <laughs> that's what the fuck I'm drinking
1: I would say the same. Yeah, you're gonna, you're not gonna find me often <laughs> there. But if we're, if we're doing something, yeah, I'm gonna show. You. I'm gonna be truly happy to be there. Like it's yeah. amazing. Like it's a great call up to be <clears throat> doing here in Miami. It's Ooh. amazing.
0: Hell yeah, bro! I love it.
1: That we're doing now.
0: It's very cool. It's very, very cool to hear about all the clubs. So. What do we want to do? I know i'm I'm pushing us through the beers just to try and make sure we we capture as many as possible
1: whatever um, you want. I'm oof. holding in tight i don't I don't have that much left okay in the track. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you have and I'll do what you have
1: <clears throat> I have the tripping that is the call up uh, with the other half. I have the squirrel one that is the call up with other range. And I do have the sour that it's one of our sours that it was one of the first ones we did back in time and we're trying, we're bringing it back now with one of, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. I have all of those as well. Uh, we could do one more or we could do a couple more, whatever mood you're in. You tell me my- I'm fine. Okay. You tell
1: me where are we crushing. Maybe I will need a step in the bathroom
0: for a Yeah, you can you step can step the in chair. the bathroom. That's okay. It's uh this is a part of the journey here. We're all okay for bathroom breaks. <laughs> so Alright. You know what? I've had
1: are we, are we crushing? Mm-hmm.
0: Is it on me? Am I deciding?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm deciding. For okay. Totally. It's, a lot of, it's a lot of pressure, one. It's a lot of pressure. Okay. So <laughs> I I had you know what? I had squarely because I got it from the Union okay. Beer Bar, but I have not had Day Tripping yet. So maybe
1: okay.
0: we try we Day tripping. Like tripping. Yeah, let's try that. You want to try right.
1: that? Let's do it. Beautiful. I'll be back.
0: Take your time. So I was I've uh, been very excited about this one, y'all, because obviously other half are uh, exceptional. And uh this whole eye thing, I'm really glad I know about the eye thing now because it makes so much more sense. So look at that. If I move my head out the way. There we go. Make sure you check the uh the video. If you're listening on audio, it's definitely worth it just to see the labels They're super cool. So this one right here is a bunny rabbit and next to like a pink is it a pink cloud or is it just some metallic? It looks cool as shit sitting on top of one of the classic red mushrooms with the white spots. And then ah, I just noticed there's a whole bunch of broccoli around it, which is obviously the nod to other half right there. Um, very fucking cool. Yes, huge huge fan. Uh, this was oh okay, this only canned in April, mid-April, so it's like less than a month. Hell yeah! Yeah, I've been very excited to try this one to be honest. So I'm uh, quite happy. But yeah, man, uh, Tripping Animal is just such a phenomenal brewery, man. I'm just it's so cool to get the story. Oh, we got a kitty. We got a kitty in a building. What's the kitty's name?
1: Eleven. We just dropped a beer also. For her.
0: Oh, that's so gangster.
1: Last week, it's a IPA. 6%.
0: What a cutie. This is her
1: cat. Yeah, she's a brewery cat? The taproom. Yeah, the taproom staff uh, uh, got it rescued from Eleven. That's also a nightclub here in Miami.
0: I know exactly so that's where that is.
1: called Eleven.
0: That's cute. So, yeah. From them... I she's love it.
1: Living here, and she has never left. I love
0: her. <laughs> oh, that's so cool! What a cutie! I, I love, love a good her. kitty. The okay. okay. So when you when I came to,
1: she's what she's, <laughs> she's like. She's
0: me. done. She's like I'm out of here.
1: Yeah, like that was enough.
0: When I came to see you, there was a chicken. No, it was the first time I went, so it wasn't with you. But there was a chicken. Yeah,
1: the chicken. What's yeah, the chicken's yeah,
0: totally. name? What's the chicken's name again?
1: Okay, it's it's gonna be funny. Yeah, it's called
0: Josef- Josefina. Josefina, that's right. Which cracked me the fuck so, yeah. up because we were take we were we were filming it, and I think um the the I forgot the gentleman's name. He was the bartender when we were there with uh, with Iggy, and he came back out. He's like, "Yeah, it's the brewery chicken," and we just thought there was chickens walking around Miami. Well, like that. that
1: also happened. No, 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 that also happened in Miami for sure. Okay, so no, this is like. It's kind of the brewery chicken.
0: The brewery chicken. In this
1: case. (laughs) So, yeah, Josefina. So, we have the Spain grain. So, the Spain grain is going to a farm. So, the story, I'm sure it happened. It was farm, bring it back, all the empty, empty beans. Okay. He brought up a chicken with him. (laughs) And suddenly, we had a chicken here outside of the warehouse. So she stayed living here. And she just and never she went away. Yeah, she's eating all the spent grain because when and whenever we end up doing the brewing, we we bring to the dog all the spent grain in the big bins. Okay. So you see Josefina always jumping on top of them like eating and eating and eating. And eating. Bro, she gets so beautiful and fat and the colors, everything. She's very pretty. So yeah, we need to do a label of... Of Hosfina for sure.
0: Yeah, that would be. We already the way to did go. one
1: for eleven, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to do one for Hosfina. She is... was here today.
0: She was here today. Yeah,
1: she yeah she sleeps in front of one of our trees or okay. like in an in the other warehouse, like in front of us. Honestly,
0: she lives there. That's so. But
1: every day, if we have Span grains, you're gonna see her.
0: She's out for here sure. Getting them spent grains. At in. that
1: point that she's been so confident that you're probably going to see it back of the house. And that's a mess because sometimes it's like inside the brewery. It's like, okay, get out of here, get out of here, like, get out of come here. On. we got things to do. Exactly. You're only allowed <laughs> to eat the spent grain. In the that's dump. it.
0: Not the like, fresh grain. Not the beer out. grain.
1: Exactly. You, you cannot get that far.
0: Oh my gosh. You that be that mess.
1: inside. <laughs> but yeah, that's Josefina. You get to meet her.
0: I I it's did. Nice. It was I'm an happy. honor. It was an honor. And the funny thing was, the the that was once again that was my birthday. Then the weekend after that, we went to Key West, and there's chickens everywhere in Key oh, West. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, that we was,
1: that's the crazy thing about Miami. You can get to see dogs for sure everywhere.
0: Yes, and a lot of chicken. Like
1: I don't know. Aaliyah for sure, and well down there where you visit a lot of them, it's crazy. Also, you can see chickens taking care of dogs. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's I don't know how to They're tell just, you, but yeah, it's Miami. It's Miami.
0: It's Miami. That's <laughs> it's wild. Do you know? Like we we googled why in Key West because there were chickens everywhere. They woke us up, type shit. First of all, cheers, brother. Get that in you.
1: Cheers, bro
0: fuck yes oh that is gorgeous um i'll talk about the beer in two seconds i remember we were there were so many chickens that were everywhere and we were looking we were like why is there chickens? this is weird like why is it just fucking chickens everywhere and my girlfriend googled it and apparently the there used to be a lot of like the the cock fights like the rooster fights where they would make them the chickens fight each other and then make once tense. they shut that down Instead of killing the chickens, they just go. All right, they just walked away and just let them go, and then they just kept breeding, and now there's chickens everywhere um, and roosters all across Key West. And I guess some of them came yeah. to Miami too. It's very. I think it's it, very it v-
1: totally. it's weird. It makes sense totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but
0: it's it's kind of cool though. Like it's super strange,
1: <laughs> but like, I'm like exactly okay. that's the thing. It's it's that strange that it became kind of cool. Yeah, yeah it's so strange
0: that it became kind of cool exactly right um so <laughs> shasta hostafina and all the chickens and uh oh also, yeah shasta this beer right here dude this is spectacular so this is an 8.5 yeah. percent double ipa with rawaka and nectar on oat cream oh it's oat cream
1: it's an oat cream, yeah, because it, it got like a little bit of lactose, and the percentage you have more more oats than than base cream somehow. And we we work oh, with yeah. all the medicinal hops in this one: nectar, and Matweka, because we were working yeah, also fun. with Hub Revolution uh, for for that that time of the year for Ivory Jungle, they were one of the big sponsors. So we got all the hopes, hopes, no hopes, but mm-hmm. hopes. And, <laughs> yeah. and, hopes. And hopes too. <laughs> so yeah, we managed to do this collab, and as I was telling you, this they came out during Wakefest in February. We talk about it and we drop it off just for Ivory Jungle.
0: Okay. Um, honestly I've had a, a pretty reasonable amount of your beers at this point. And um, I think this might be my favorite.
1: Nice. This, I love is, it. this is phenomenal, I love it. dude. This is,
0: yeah, like I wasn't sure like I really uh, I really appreciate the breadth of what you're doing. I'm like your sour's are fire, the crispies are fire. Um, I remember I had another pills that, from the brewery that was there um, on tap. There, the stouts of fire, all the hate. Like I just feel like this is this is cra- this is fucking crazy. This is phenomenal. That's, I wanted to ask. And, I,
1: and yes. I love the thing that you that you notice all the broccolis and yes. all the mushrooms and and everything. Like I love that part. I was hearing everything. I was like, okay, yes. nice. I love that. I they just, figured out everything yeah. about the label.
0: <laughs> I got one more. Are you familiar with that?
1: No, not at all. What's that?
0: That is other half's coffee brand. Called Cloud Cover. Oh. So Sam uh, oh, yeah. started a coffee brand and there's all the clouds on here. So I was like, I well, wonder we never if it's had there. them. So I no, bought we'll this never have
1: them. Probably Iggy knows because he, I he's imagine the one he might know. taking yeah. care of all these amazing creations that I'm not, but yeah, yeah, probably it's becoming it's out of that because yeah, he was all aware of that and um, adding the broccoli's
0: and everything. And by that time, and look, there's even a uh, the, there's a broccoli shadow, like a little shadow cloud, like a little, yeah, shadow, yeah. Cloud, like a little shadow in the background
1: yeah this is a crazy story but by that Talk time suddenly there was a there's a beer of them or two beers of them that it was like broccoli theme yes and they they need to shut it down because they got like uh an advice notice about a broccoli i saw uh, that I forgot the name but like it a brolly, uh, broccoli association and theme. yeah so it was yeah, a joke
0: right wasn't it a joke Like an April Fool's Day thing?
1: No, no, no. Oh, do you know why? Maybe happened, but no. I think the name of the person. Real? I don't know. Do you know why the name of the
0: person who signed the letter was Charles S. Smokewell? Like Charles Smokewell. That was the name of the the person on the bottom of the letter. Because I thought it was for real. My friend, who co-hosts the podcast with me most of the time, he was posting Uh about it. Because I just got him a can of broccoli, like uh, maybe a few weeks before that happened. So he posted broccoli beer that day, and he was like, he posted it all. And then I I saw it, and I was like, ah, oh, it felt a little weird because it was April first, and I think I'm pretty sure. Like I, I know I might be wrong,
1: Ooh, but I, I think didn't that was. Don't about way. it. I oh, know. No. We need to figure it mm-hmm. out. We now could, that I'm telling me? Yeah, probably gonna tell Jerry's like, okay, is this actually real or not? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd kinda like to know for sure. Let me see if they did it here. So this was the Instagram post and the letter Oh, it's Charles S. Smokeweed. Charles Smokeweed was the name of the guy who signed the letter. So that Okay, you know,
1: now I need to figure that out.
0: Yes. Oh, and well, it was
1: if they if they did that, they got us all.
0: They got us all, and do you sure. know what's even interesting? It says here is posted March thirty first, which makes it less. So it wasn't on April first; it was the day before, which makes it feel realer.
1: Yeah, but even though we can check it out, but well,
0: either way, tell the story.
1: We notice, we just drop uh, the last batch of Dolce Farniente. is one of our. It's our Italian pilsner, but we actually get the same exactly notice letter from a winery that have oh. some kind of grape or something. Um, some kind of grape, something that we cannot use the name anymore, so it's going to be the last robots of Dolce Faniente.
0: Okay. So...
1: But I wanna I wanna figure that out because I don't have any funky name in their notice. It's actually the like the the winery and everything.
0: Right. So maybe they what what was infringing their trademark? Was it the, the name of the beer or was it the
1: Yeah because yeah, because they have I don't know if it's a grape or a brand of the winery called dolce or, or Parniente, something like that. So scenes in the same like liquor area something like that, they were super nice. Like we told them, like oh sorry, we didn't know about it. Like this is our last drop, so we're fine with it. Okay. And they were cool, but it was kind of the same with the. They noticed other half dropped. and but it was kind of the, of the same thing. I didn't notice the. It was <laughs> the only the name of yeah. the other half.
0: That was the only giveaway. Everything else was like, it seemed weird, but it made sense at the same time. Um,
1: Yeah, it was fucking weird that you, yeah, it's a broccoli, I don't know. Yeah, it seemed weird, but I didn't notice any signage or anything. I didn't look at
0: it either. Someone else pointed it out, and I was like, oh. (laughs)
1: Because I was about
0: to show, I was like, oh no, that's fucked up. Like, how can they do that? Because I'm like, all of their brands are like, you know, cheeses and other, you know, isn't they got a potato and like totally all these other. And now weird that you
1: stated, it, it make yeah, it didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. No, okay, no, no, no. So we have to. I'm calling d- you tomorrow, like, okay, bro, you need to see the name of the signage on that.
0: Yeah, what Broly the fuck? Probably
1: he already know.
0: He <laughs> might know, just didn't tell you. He <laughs> wants to keep you going. Exactly. Fuck. That fucking guy. <laughs> God damn it, Iggy. What are you doing, bro? It makes sense.
1: Um, it makes sense.
0: It does make sense. But though, this is this is great. So is this particular like as in like it's not just great. Sorry, this is spectacular. I, f- I fucking love this. Is this beer? Does it have part? Because it has got the broccoli on there. Was the broccoli on the label an ode to other half, or as well is totally. the beer uh, of course? But is the is the beer? Um, and I always forget what the hops are in broccoli, but is is it like a mashup of recipes at all or there's no. not no no no. Okay. no, no.
1: Okay. we talk about it? We're trying to make the kind of the same recipe that like that we do like the the old um the old cream Indian paleo that's that's one of the things we talk about like the same way that they do, and but other than that it's not like like the same thing as the broccoli theme that they want. But when we did the label, uh, we incorporate all the broccoli like kind of something naturally from other half. Like to have the incorporated all the brand inside. Like not only gotcha. the crazy animal on top of a crazy mushroom tripping mushroom. <sighs> but also have all the broccoli surround.
0: I love it. It's on such a cool label.
1: And in the and in the clouds.
0: I'll show it again just because it's really cool. And I I I can't unsee the eyes now of all of the animals because they all have the <laughs> nice. eyes. Like, like, I
1: love it. So nice, like, nice. Here,
0: let me there we go. Oh,
1: nice. Look at that love little it. rabbit. He's like muscly
0: yeah. Look at this rabbit. He's fucking loving it up there on that mushroom. <laughs> Look at that cloud. Look at that metallicness. That's so sick, bro. So cool. But yeah, man, this is uh this is glorious. I'm loving it. Okay, sick. So the like what's the like what's the, like do you guys ever have like an ultimate goal of anything you wanted to achieve? Like, you know, you guys have done a lot of stuff right now. You've collaborated with I know how old are you by the way? Is that five years, right? I think.
1: Five years this year. Yeah. This we're year. turning five years by the earliest November. By the end of the year, we're turning five years. Turning already. five.
0: So you're pretty young to have done, to have had the hype that you have to have done a lot of the things that you guys have done. Um, you've done a yeah, lot. I think so. You know, you've sent beer around the world. You've collaborated with some of the best breweries in the uh, country and beyond. Um, you've made some phenomenal stuff. You've impacted the community um, in Miami and in Florida and the Venezuelan community. Made them proud, goddammit, because I'm an immigrant too, and and I know it's difficult To leave where you're from to do something dope. So I have the utmost respect for the four of you guys, man, for for taking the risk and getting, you know, leaving everything. I know Australia and Venezuela are very different as far as the situation. So it's not a fair comparison. Uh, But
1: yeah, but being an immigrant, it's tough for everyone. It's tough. The situation you came from, it's not easy for anyone. Um, I'm truly aware of that
0: it's definitely not not the label
1: being an immigrant for everyone it's it's a tough situation for sure
0: a hundred percent and i think you've you would have faced more challenges than i would have for sure so i have a lot of respect for that because i've been through it and mine was hard so i'm like oh okay so you know i can only imagine what it could have been for other people as well so i love that I respect the entrepreneurialism. You guys have really turned this phenomenal brand into something that people really are passionate about and people care about. And you guys give a fuck about the community. It's really important to you. I I love it. You've achieved so much. Are there things that you guys are like, oh man, we really need to do this. Uh, And we haven't even talked about Irie Jungle yet, which we need to get to in a second. But is there, you know, are there things that you guys are like, I really want to do in the next few years that you haven't done yet? Or, I mean, I feel like because you're so accomplished, I'm like, oh, what more could you even.
1: No, like, I think in the, in the same reason that you're working, you need you need to, to keep on getting new mouse. Like, I don't think we're a group of partners that you're gonna set up, settle up like, okay, oh, we accomplished this. Like, the four of us, is always, aiming ha- higher to, I don't know, producing more beer and getting into more states and getting to know out of the country so we can get the name of what we do and the good liquid we do out of, out of here. Mm. So I don't think we have like a, a, a final milestone. Like every single year we have a milestone of aiming more production. Last year we end up in five thousand something, and this day we're aiming to one six no six thousand more, like at least one thousand more barrels. Yeah, and and get to get known in more states, moving more liquid, and get to know in any other country that we can. Like I don't think there's there's a stop thing like oh, if we got here, now we're done. Like, we need to keep on improving. Like, we need to keep on doing new beers, new styles, improving evenly. Like, since the first years to now, we have been improving all the beers we do. So I think that's the way you keep growing and that's the way you keep on things doing. Like, even though you have the best reviews, even even though you have the best feedback, you always need to have, improving all the things that you do. Even though you think you're you're the best, you're not. That's for sure. There's a lot of people doing a lot best than you. And even though you need to keep improving that in the moment that you got like, oh, I'm done, then you're done. Probably. For me, it's Good like point. that. And for my other partners, so now know it's like that. Like, at the moment you stop, well, that's the moment you know you're not going anywhere. Like, that's the end of your journey. Like, okay, if you sold the brewery, fine. If not, you're gonna lose it for sure. Mm. And so I would say, yeah, keep on growing the the barrels that we do, getting better in the liquid that we do. I know we have a lot of improvement to do in the in the in all the beers that, that we that we get to do. And get to know each other, know each other, like get to know the brand in all of other states that we're not and grow more in the state that we are. And out of the country, for sure, that would be amazing, even though it's more expensive and it's tough. And probably I think one of our milestone, like short term is getting to open different spots here in Florida, like get to Mm. brand get the brand like, okay, more knowledge that we're from Florida, we're local, so you get to get the beer, I don't know, we can open a new, a new taproom, or a new brewery in Orlando, or in Tampa, or in Jacksonville, something like that, like, get to get bigger, and get like, local wise, like, tripping animals is here, Florida is here, for sure, like, it's not like, profit roll oh, Florida, yeah, it's nice, they have six breweries, now. like, we have good liquid, good persons, good beer. So I think that's for me. And I would take the world of all my partners the way that, that we're going right now. Get to get bigger in in quality, um, mostly in quantity for sure, but in quality, growing up year by year. It's not like a crazy thing of milestones, but getting yeah. us, our steps down there. Every year,
0: that's a great uh, that's a great goal, man. Just always improving. And I guess that's a part of business and and I always find that um breweries are so humble. like I feel like breweries always like critique themselves so much. They're like their own biggest critics and not in like a bad way, but just always like, yeah they always see like yeah i could have done this a bit better and we need to do this a bit better and i i kind of like as much as maybe from me on the outside i'm like no nah, man this shit is great but i can understand that you're always wanting to perfect something and make it better and better and better and i guess that's totally the driving force for, for, the, for, for keeping yeah going.
1: i think that's that's what keep you moving it's like I don't know. You told like if I get to ask you like, okay, what about your podcast? Like you can get to get me like, no, I love my podcast. It's great. I get this and that, but maybe I can to improve in this and that. I don't know. Yeah, the, the audio, or the, the video, or the merchandise. Or the merchandise. Yeah, yeah, Like because you're getting to improve to get more audience, to get more know, like to get better at that, and mm. it seemed like I think. If you don't get too comfortable in the things you do, you always get to work yeah. to get better. Like, that's the thing. So you don't get to stop moving. It's hard because you're always working. Yeah, it's a tough one. But it's actually so grateful when you get the feedback and all the things that you get back about what you're doing. That's, that's the most amazing thing that you get back. I'm not talking about the business or anything that we receive, yeah, money that you need to live for. Like all the feedback, all the reviews, all the people that say, oh, your beer is amazing. You guys are amazing. Your family is amazing. Those are the things that keep you moving the most. So I think we're working forward to keep on doing that as we were doing since we opened
0: I love that, brother. That that's a really uh that's a really great perspective on that. I, I didn't think of it like that and you're right. You're 100% it's like anyone who's doing something is always going to want to keep making it better. Keep perfecting it cuz there's no such thing as perfection even if you've I don't know, you've achieved the pinnacle of your industry. You're still it's going heavy. to want to do more. You see people who win Oscars or Grammys and they're like, "Yeah, I still need to make this better and blah blah blah." It's i totally get it yeah i like that even though
1: you see me winning all the medals that i can in a year it's like okay now what we do different like what we need to get what we need exactly like how we can improve this yeah it's that you need to keep on moving like i don't think there's a thing that you can stop at least maybe this is for me more personally but i'm talking a bit of all the partners they are looking always for excellence and getting improvement and getting things better. The beer, the liquid, experience, everything. That's where we're aiming in Mm.
0: I get that. I, I, that's awesome, dude. I think that's that. That's the best attitude to have. And, and yes, yeah, the only way to, to sort of get better, to kind of, and to keep. It, maybe from the outside looking in everyone's just loving your stuff like yeah what do you even have to worry about look at you man like you're distributing everywhere and Same you're collaborating yet. but on the inside you're like that's all great and i'm acknowledging that but we could make we could tweak this and we can make this better and we can do this and this and this so i i totally get it man i totally do um I, I love that a lot. Like, my girlfriend and I have a business. So, we're, I very much, like I was saying earlier, respect the entrepreneurialism side and, and what it takes for you guys to do this. And then, on top of that, all be from Venezuela and have come over and then made this happen in America. You live in the American dream, my bro. Like, you know, you guys are fucking. Totally. You're doing it up. And totally. You should be like, proud, so dude. You guys should be proud as shit. This is, it's no small feat to do what you guys have done. You've chosen a capital heavy business to get into.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, in yeah, a, tough country, a tough country, a tough
1: like, Yeah. It's, it was a tough country, a tough industry, a tough, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm super proud of us. I'm like, super proud of our families, my partners, everyone. All of our family and trip tripping, like all of my staff, it's they're just amazing. But like all of the people that they have been here since we opened, well, I'm truly grateful that we haven't left. Like, you can live for something better, probably or not. I'm not saying like, but you see something they stuck with in it, the brand, it yeah. not like, you can get to grow up. Like to get to enjoy the corporate world, the company, everything. So I'm, I'm truly grateful that, that we're on that point and we can keep on growing. We're not it. stopping on that for sure.
0: That's beautiful. I love it. Now, I want to probably like one of the last things uh, I want to touch on tonight. So you guys had a festival while I was in town. I missed it because we had work shit and I was so fucking mad. So you had a <laughs> festival called Irie Jungle that you had in April. Um, jungle. It was a, a Big ass festival with I think 90 different breweries From around the US and potentially Beyond uh, Talk to me tell me tell me about It was held at Tripping Animals at the actual Brewery in Doral Florida um,
1: Yeah
0: tell us about that Bad boy man So
1: Ivory jungle is her main event Like craft beer main event During the year as the name said, it's always around 420, and the mm-hmm. last year we all lost 20 breweries, local, out of state, and out of the country. And it's uh, it was a 1,000 people festival. It was the biggest right now. It was the fourth one. Like we're I aiming mean next year to be the fifth one. I don't know if we're gonna do it again here at Tripping, or we're gonna move it to a uh, something Bigger local space. in Miami, biggest space, support the community. Like it's a it's a good thing to to do also to support the community, the city, everything. So we're figuring out where we wanna do next year. Uh, but it was amazing. We have live bands. We're always gonna have live music going. Ivory jungle. We're gonna have. 80 or 90 plus breweries that you can test around and uh, different beers, mostly, I don't know, special, specialty beers that they want to show up around all the country and out of the, out of the country. And we always support the local ones. Like, even though we're running, I don't know, out of numbers, you're going to see always Florida members and Florida breweries in our inner festival. Like that's most thing that we that we want to support. Yeah. They're going to be always here. Like there's no way we cannot support Florida people here where we are. So, so that's it. basically every jungle, live music, food vendors. Actually we're introducing actually commercial vendors. So you got to have merch or I don't know, coffee as we talk about, about Pink's coffee all of the different things. We're trying to do a beer festival, but crazy about it. So we, every year we, we're trying to make a difference and trying to change it a little bit so you get a new experience every, every year. It's not just a beer festival that you get to drink a lot of beer with samples. So you get to get, a whole different experience with the music and with the vendors and with the experience itself. So next year, hopefully, it's gonna be different than this year. And um, yeah, hopefully, we're gonna see each other next year. Sure oh,
0: thing. hell yeah! Oh, we, we're gonna be there. I'll, I'll tell you off air what our plans are. <laughs> we, we're gonna be out here in uh in Florida that's sick man it was just like yeah Iggy was telling us about it, it just sounded crazy I was looking at the lineup of the breweries and I was yeah. just like I, I was like I just kept scrolling I was like fucking how many are there there yeah. were so many yeah, breweries. yeah I love it it was super cool man it just it's sounded like hard, a, but yeah, it's, yeah uh, it's a lot of work I can only imagine like running a, a, an event like that yeah size. it's a tough
1: one like those yeah those two previous months are crazy for all of us but once it happened, bro, the feeling after the festival is like, okay, we made it. We did it. Let's do it, Let's do it again now. How we can do it different. Uh, the same yeah. way we were talking, how we can improve it, how we can become the best festival. Like, yeah, we need to keep doing that every year. Every single year. It's, it's getting bar- tough, though. I'm not, I'm not lying to you guys. But yeah. uh, do you know what? <laughs> I always find one. it.
0: It's interesting that obviously beer festivals are um sometimes they're third-party businesses that set it up and then they bring in breweries and then there's been this whole thing of breweries starting their own festival and it's so interesting to me because uh, running a festival is a whole other business like angle it's not even the same thing that you do like you do hospitality restaurant bar type Stuff you have a a fan, a phenomenal. We ate the food. Uh, you have a food um, partner within the venue, which was amazing. The food was delicious, and that's just food and beer in a brewery. But now you're getting in, like, to a vent, like. You know, music, live music, and like you said, merch and vendors, and bringing in beer from everywhere, which is a whole fucking thing, and like dealing with wristbands and bringing people in. And you get here an hour early, and you're the VIP, and then you're the uh, like. It's a lot, man. It's madness.
1: Madness. I don't know how you do it. it. When it finished, you felt so grateful. Like it's like, bro, we made it. Probably sleep for three days. Like yeah, bro. Well, yeah, no, (laughs) it's crazy because after that you need to get everything again on track to get again production and tap room and everything. It's like it's madness. Like as you said, it's totally madness. You get to get all together and then you get to get disassemble everything. It's like okay, we're okay, normal schedule. Okay, let's get back. So yeah, the the days before and. I would say two days after, they're mainly they're mainly crazy, but it's amazing the 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 feedback, all the things that you get back, are worth it. Totally worth it. Hundred totally, percent. Totally worth
0: it. That's sick, man. It's so cool. It's so cool to hear. It. I I I love it, and I'm excited to actually attend uh, next year. Um, Please. I was- I was going to say, do you want to have a pause, have a bathroom break, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, wrap it up with the last beer and we'll, we'll take it home? Yep. All right. Yeah, sure. We'll be back in a sec. I'll
1: be here since I, I take the break before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, bathroom break. Oof, glorious. So, um, okay, so Ari Jungle was amazing. That's going to happen every year. Do you do other events and other festivals? Um throughout the year at all? Or is it mainly just Iri Jungle in like around the 420 time?
1: No, yeah. We do a lot of events. I would say the other big event we do is called Skip the Line. It's going to be going out early October. It's more uh, experience of food. So Ooh. we get together like 12 or 15 different food vendors locally from here. hmm so you get to pay a ticket and you get to try a small bites, kind of something special they do. And That's also they're going to be joined, by a lot of beer from tripping animals. And also we host different invited beers, like five different uh, from state and out of state beers that we want you guys to try paired mostly with the food that you're getting. So that's the the other main event we do. It's called Skip the Line. When's that? It's actually really good. It's going to be by the beginning of October. I think it's going to be, if I'm not mistaken, October 7th. That's the day we're having the the festival.
0: Okay. That's a smart one. That's great. So it's really like a food-focused, like food and beer kind of pairing. Totally
1: food culinary, everything. We try to pair everything with at least if it's not a specific beer, you're gonna be recommended to pair your food with specific style of beer. Even though if it's from tripping animal or for any invited guest beer for the that festival, that's sick. I love it. Yeah, so, so you're cool. You're gonna man. be giving like a plate and a special spoon and a tiny glass, so you can get to. To live
0: the whole experience, I love it. Very creative, very, yeah, very yeah. cool, man. Um, okay, man man. do you want to do the last beer and then we'll take it home?
1: Yeah, let's do a last beer and then we talk a little bit more. And that's we, it, we wrap
0: her up. So, do you want to do Twisted Sail because it's the uh, the, the smoothie? Let's do Twisted
1: Sail, yeah. Give me, uh, so take it.
0: Woo! That other half beer was insane. So smoothie times. Look at this. This is a nice uh, swordfish with the yep. eyes, with the uh, jellyfish in the background.
1: Uh, exactly.
0: And this is a six uh, percent smoothie uh, sour with mango, passion fruit, and pineapple. Oof, glorious. Yep. Um, I I, the other one I had from you was um, the Irie Jungle. So I had a, a few because I, when I when I came by, it was the Irie Jungle stuff was pretty red. Irie
1: Jungle, sour vibes, sour, yeah.
0: Which was the? I think it had like blackberry, some stuff. It was definitely purple.
1: I already forgot, but yeah, yeah. So it was all about the berries. Totally. It was all about that the berries. One. It was purple. Yeah.
0: It was purple. Now this one. Is the flagship uh sour? Is that correct?
1: Yep. No, well not yet. No yet. It was at the beginning, it was one of the first sours we did.
0: Ah okay. that's why
1: if you see all the artwork between the labels, this is kind of one of the of the starting ones. You don't have anything special. Around it, you have the animals and some background with the jellyfish. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was one of the first ones. So right now, yeah, we're trying to make it more often. Uh, Besides being limited, it's the flagship right now, sour. Gotcha. But this one, it's kind of a really nice blend between some Caribbean fruits uh, that I really like it. I really love it. It's like a smoothie. It's not that heavy, but it's not that light. It's like in between. So you have all the flavors, all yes. the thickness, everything.
0: Uh, I agree. This one I had uh, once or twice um, before this, and I've really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, man. Mate, get that in your Thank you.
1: Yeah. It's like a juice.
0: A mm. A juice. Yeah. I love it. Literally. It's pineapple, what I say? Pineapple, mango, passion fruit. Yeah, man. I mean, classic. Just nice, juicy, yellow fruits. Um it's sticky. It's like, yeah, it's sort of like it's got this how do I describe it. It's like a, a, like a balanced smoothie sour, if that's the thing. Like I feel like it's totally. intense and sticky and sweet, but it's not crazy. Like, it's not, like, overwhelming and heavy. Maybe that's... Totally. A
1: little, yeah. that's, that's the more that I like. Like, you have everything. It's not that heavy. And so that's the way I like it. Like, you have the thinness. You have the thickness somehow kind of there yeah. with the mango. Yeah. You have all the fruits in there. So that's why I really love it.
0: Yeah. It's like... And this is what I was tripping out about a little bit, I think. I was just telling my girlfriend now, I was like, she's like, oh, when I talked to the, I went past her to go to the bathroom. She's like, oh, how's the podcast? I'm like, oh, it's amazing. I'm like, this fucking other half beer is just blowing my mind. It's crazy. I'm like, I really think my my palate was, I was taking in so much. I, I, I feel like I didn't know what to think of everything until I got back. I don't, know, I don't know if this is, you know what I'm saying? Because you go to places and you're drinking so much different stuff every fucking day or damn near every day for like.
1: I don't know. We're
0: we'll going for five weeks. Hard, yeah. It's a lot. You it was five weeks. Of,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And it's I have all a lot new. Of things
1: to
0: drink. I'm trying to understand each brewery and really try and understand, like, get where you're coming from. And I had some stuff in the, in the tap room and I'm having the cans. I'm just like, all right, I feel like these smoothies are lighter. Than other smoothies I had And I wasn't sure if I was tripping out Tripping out, see uh, And misinterpreting what it is But I almost feel like That's why my theory was You know what It's a, it's a touch This It's full flavoured Like don't get that twisted Sale, get it? I oh, don't know but it's like there's something, like you said, a little thinner about it that makes it a little more drinkable while still – like this is a smoothie. Look, don't get – look Look at this right here. Like this – It's
1: totally smoothie, but it's totally it. It's drinkable. All... Like it's, it would be a light sour, as I will call it. Like it's not totally heavy. No, it's, it's like, not so heavy. Okay, completely smoothie, like, yeah. That's it's very – I like the most of the beer.
0: Yes, and I feel like it's appropriate – and this is what I didn't understand because obviously in Canada, it's cold as fuck and things just seem to be more intense. Like I've always felt, I was like, oh, are the flavors more intense here in, in Canada? And I think they kind of are because we have the climate for it. But when you're in a hot place, like if you think about it, Florida is such an interesting place. It's got yeah, it's, the climate of the Caribbean, hot. but it's but Florida has craft beer, with styles and quality as good as anywhere else, so it's it's must it's difficult to be third. And once again, I was only there in April for the whole time, and April was hot as far, it was thirty, <laughs> de, it was like thirty degrees Celsius every day, and having these extremely flavorful, thick, heavy beers wouldn't have done so well. In Florida, because it's not what you want to drink in that environment. That's totally. why Jamaica, Cuba, Haiti don't have double IPAs because it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like I feel like there's been this bit of restraint from Florida breweries in some of the, and and also, by the way, you were talking about Tampa being the craft beer uh, hub, which I we didn't get to, but it's okay, we're gonna get there. The as soon as we went to Orlando from Miami, the first day, like the day we saw you, that was when we went to Orlando that that evening, and it was like twenty two degrees Celsius, where it was like twenty nine or thirty degrees Celsius um, in Miami. So it was it was colder automatically. Yeah. for Four and a half like, hours north.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah.
0: So it was yeah, different. No, in Orlando, so I, you
1: get to get a different change of weather for sure change of
0: weather and therefore change of beer and i think that that's important to note as far as if you're thinking of what florida beer is and from the different regions it's going to be like miami beer doesn't need to punch you in the face because the weathers punch you in the face so you don't need that you just don't need it
1: another another thing to punch you in the face yeah
0: for sure your face is doing in enough something
1: like <laughs> exactly. You're taking
0: it enough. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like yeah, I yeah, said, really. you're sweating like a motherfucker right there for me right now, and I appreciate you because I'm in air conditioned house right here in uh, in Canada and uh, you're in the warehouse. You know what I'm Bro. saying? But I appreciate you, brother. The and I was just appreciate like I was like
1: fraternity.
0: this is this is this is amazing. So it's like I, I get it though. I feel like though in my head, everything was lighter than it felt like i feel like everything here was so much more full flavored than it felt in florida which i think is even cooler because when you're there you're drinking these beers and it feels light and refreshing but then i'm drinking it here and it's a little uh, cooler here than it is there and these feel so full flavored but particularly the double ipa that's no different to any other double ipa that you know that you would get from North Carolina up type of thing. So I'm just trying to sort of like paint that picture. Like it's sort of like I feel like you've you've you guys are sort of hitting the mark exactly where it needs to be. If you're gonna be there and you're gonna come through the tap room, you're gonna have this stuff. It's gonna be refreshing as fuck. You're gonna really enjoy, you're gonna take it home. And it's, it's still great no matter what climate you drink it in. But I think that... Yeah, is- we
1: need to offer that.
0: Yeah. Sure. It's important to note the climate, I think, though, because it's, it's something that maybe if you're only in Florida, maybe you might not think about it. You might not even consider that. But coming from yeah. this far north...
1: If you're coming out of here, yeah, you need to consider about it because if you live here, you actually know how to move with it. Like, you know what to get, like, it's totally different, but yeah, coming out of the state, coming to Miami, especially in summer, yeah, you need to figure it out what to get and how to get refreshed in this hot summer. Yeah. Totally. Uh,
0: I'm just changing the battery and the camera, but can you hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I can hear you still. I know the, 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 the image. Got but
0: it'll change, it'll change in two seconds. Oh, look, now it's all you. You're it's running high, the podcast, high, high, bro. Yeah. It's you're all running. Me. It. Woo! Welcome to Juan's podcast, right here. Hello,
1: the turbine,
0: you see, this is hey, show them, show him what's going on. Then, there,
1: hey, that's the office with the AC. <laughs> oh, that's back of the house. Yeah, we already left, but.
0: Yeah. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, is 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 just taking that Florida heat for us right now, guys. He's a soldier, a soldier.
1: I love it. It's,
0: it's worth it. As well, I appreciate you, bro. But yeah, I'm
1: loving
0: it. It's this Thank is you. great. This is so cool. But yeah, it's really fascinating just to even think. I I didn't consider climate with that, but I think it's actually if you really think about it nowhere else that has that uh uh climate in the world is making beer this good like anywhere else that has a climate like florida who else is making beer as good as florida is making it like you you look at mexico i hear mexico is doing some really cool stuff but my guess it wouldn't be as good as this you know what i'm saying like I, I think that's actually a testament to it because it's like you've been able to find a balance between giving people what they need for the te- for the, for the temperature and for what they're dealing with. But if you're a craft beer person, you're coming through, you're also going to expect a certain level of quality and flavor, which you're also quality. able to deliver. We
1: need to get something different, not, not just only the thing that we can get, for the temperature of the state or everything of the city. So, yeah, you need to get everything on point. In order to get everyone like good with the with the brand and the beers and everything. So yeah. yeah I truly like I agree with you.
0: Yeah, I just think you guys are just really and, and this is specifically to tripping animals because you're in Miami, you are doing world class styles, quality that are obviously if you weren't doing that, then you wouldn't have all of these people wanting to work with you. You wouldn't have these markets wanting your beers. You wouldn't have, I wouldn't have all these people that I respect telling me that you need to go to tripping animals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you guys are really doing (laughs) some serious shit. That's amazing. And you've been able to find this sort of ground where you're able to some beers, like, you know, the first one, the polar, like, you know, like a nod to where you came from. That's also, the perfect beer that if you wanna, if I'm going to go to the beach I'm going to take a six pack or a four pack or an eight pack whatever it is of that and go hang out at the beach because that's what you want to drink all day and you know but then you've got your haze that's like as good as
1: you can have all the all the things all the options you can get the refreshing lagers you can get the sour the light sours you can get the IPAs double IPAs triple IPAs yeah I totally agree with that like and we're working on that, like, everyone can be totally, like, I don't know how to say it. Oh, shit. I'm forgetting how to speak English right now. It's okay. Uh, Second be, language. It's been a lot of beers, bro.
0: <laughs> and it's hot. You're sweating. So you can be You're totally
1: fine. And I agree, like, with everything we do, and you can get whatever thing you need in order to be, like, good with their beer like you can be with the sours and the lagers and you can also get get the stout the heavy abp stouts and the and the triple ipa so we're trying to manage that like to accomplish to fulfill all the customers that it's coming through tripping animals
0: 100 percent, th- and that's really what it is man it's like whatever you're into you're going to be able to get it there and it's it's you know it's it's sort of like the quintessential Miami beer at this point. Like it's really what you guys are doing. You're representing the city, and the and the state so well uh, in every aspect. Crazy, and you're man. continuing to push the boundaries and just keep just doing better and better shit. And you know throw the events and do all the stuff, man. So I like honestly, I'm a I'm a big big fan. I just think you're a legend. Iggy's a legend. You guys are just really cool. I met all the other partners uh, when we were there. and hey, you, guys you so just, much, man very welcoming very hospitable which obviously comes from that you know latin american like culture that's just that really focuses on hosp- hospitable no what's the, hospitality in general like you guys are just very welcoming and like it's just such a great experience in the tap room like i like i said i spent my birthday there um and i i really fucking enjoyed it it was just a great time and and you know since then i've been fortunate to be able to you know I, I obviously made sure I saved all the beers for uh, the podcast, but I was being able to drink a bunch between now and then and just really soak it up and really like you know get the vibe of what you're doing, man. And it's just really, really cool and you should be super proud. And I really appreciate you and I appreciate the team and I appreciate your time hanging out, man. And uh I'm I'm very, Thank very so excited much, to get man. back.
1: I'm truly grateful for you inviting me here to talk about freeping on the family and all that we do like it's been amazing. I truly
0: appreciate it. Uh, it's it's an honor, my g. So you know what? Let's take the thumbnail. I'm going to take a screenshot of uh, our thing. Do you want to All hold right. up? Do you want to hold up some cans? And we'll uh, we'll take a nice little screenshot. Okay, what do you got? I'm going to try and hold up different ones to you. Oh, okay. You got right. you got the no, day trip, and you got there. That I'm trying to. maybe I'll do these ones.
1: Day trip in. And I, I, got,
0: I got this three. Oh, perfect. I got the other two. Look at that. So if I got that, I'm going to take the photo here. Okay. This way. Okay, you ready? Ready. Boom. All right, done. Um, I'm going to wrap this up and then uh, stick around after I wrap it up and we'll finish up uh, off air. But one. Uh, Juan- my brother, thank you so much for your time, uh, oh, for, for hanging out with me tonight, man. Thank you man. so
1: much to you, man.
0: It, it was truly a lot truly of fun. Appreciate it. I appreciate I appreciate you, dude. Like, you're a legend. Everything you guys do is fucking phenomenal. Where can everybody find Tripping Animals online and in person?
1: Okay, so that would be trippinganimals.com. That's the best place so you can find us. We have a beer finder. Uh, we're working on it. We, we're adding state by state, so you can be aware of every store and every liquor store that you can find us. If not, you can always send us a message through Instagram, or if not, you can send us an email through info at trippinganimals.com. Whatever you guys need, please send us an email. I will take care of it. Send you in the right direction with any distro partner or any store that we can hook you up that carry tripping animals whatever you guys may need help us by that email info at or instagram instagram at tripping animals please
0: that's perfect so make sure you go follow them send them an email if you're looking for anything and one will hit you up but uh brother thank you again for your time stick around i'll wrap this up and we'll, we'll finish up off there but i appreciate you guys Thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up just for one. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so you know when all the new episodes drop. Follow us everywhere at BAOS Podcast and check out the long form audio. We drop every week. We're back in action. We're back in Canada. We got fucking podcasts coming uh, every Wednesday. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, give us that five star rating because, you know. We got these conversations, not for me, it's for for one, it's for the guests, it's for the people who are telling their craft beer stories that we're capturing here, and that's what I'm proud of. So
1: I appreciate you all. We'll see you in the next one. Peace, y'all. Yo. See you.